You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So CJ Stroud has the internet going nuts. He was on the pivot. Uh, There's a lot of quotes. They're making the rounds right now. Um, And now we got this news that he's going to be in the uh, Ruffles celebrity game. I I don't like this. You don't like it? I know Tyler Milner was openly politicking for this. I don't don't like it. I don't want CJ Stroud to roll his ankle on jelly roll or something like that like i'm just not i'm not into this uh this celebrity thing i don't think he needs to make the nba more popular either i don't think it's his job to uh make make that league more popular i, I do not like this cj stroud thing and I, I know that's uh hopefully he's just jogging around and shooting and all that i'm, I'm not a fan well get used to it i mean you're gonna have to change the way you think i'm just being honest because uh this is this is what cj stroud is now i mean uh, he, he's he's the celebrity that's going to want to Everybody's going to want him to do everything. I agree with you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't. I don't want it, but it's one of those things. You got to take the bitter with the better, you know. And and uh, you got to be able to, re- to be make sure that uh, he stays safe. But he's going to be in all that stuff, man. He doesn't need to be hooping. He's going to be in it. He doesn't need. You got to gotta change the way you think, Landry Locker. No, I I do not. I. <laughs> I do not. I, I feel like uh, you had a late night last night. Am I? No, am it I wasn't right? as bad as the. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the early. It was the latest night I've had, but it wasn't too bad. I got up to the room about eleven o'clock. Uh, yeah, so one. I got yeah, so one our time. Uh, but no, it was it was a wild day. We'll get into it uh, when we get into my pockets, but uh, and also passing thoughts. But uh, it was it was one of the wilder days we've had. It was the wildest day we've had this week uh, for me, anyway. Okay. No question. Okay. Wild from beginning to end. Really? Yes, wild. It was like that, huh? It was that. It was. That, I mean, some of the people I met, I referenced a story that's going to be in my passing thoughts. <clears throat> I was as I was waiting to get into the table that I wanted to play. Uh, I saw this guy, complete stranger, is playing, and I think the, I think the dealer was show. They were playing blackjack. Yeah. And the dealer was showing like, uh, a two and a face card. Yeah. And the guy that had a 15 or whatever hit, yeah, screwed everybody else behind him. Yeah, and I, I, I've zoned out of this story, but yeah. And the guy next to him, uh, card stories are just—I'm I'm just like no, numb to all is, of them. This is no, this is the part of the story. That's fine. Let him be an idiot. <laughs> but he turned to him and went almost nose to nose. It was face to face, and said, "You m effer." Yeah. Killed yeah. the vibe of the whole table. Yeah. And everybody ended up losing. It, it, like people, come on, man. So people do dumb things in Las Vegas. Go figure. I I've, I feel like I've seen a lot more people from Houston uh, at this. I, I don't know if it's just a coincidence. Uh, I, I sat by some folks from Spring. It, it seems like uh, Houston. I, I'm sure that that's not that's common, but th- it does seem like there's more of a Houston influence. A lot more Texan shirts, some Astros shirts, all that type of stuff. It does seem like there's a there's a decent Houston vibe here. I I think it's it's easy to get to, and 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 you can you know I'm Southwest Airlines baby everywhere everywhere. From Houston, my uh, Uber driver this morning is going to Houston just to visit. I said, "Really? What are you going to do?" Well, my dad is uh, is down there, and I haven't seen him in a while. I'm just going to go visit, spend a week in Houston. I was like, "Oh, Houston's got tourists too. Tourists coming from Vegas. 
to go visit Houston. How about that? I'm starting to be convinced, and this is dangerous territory. I, I think San Francisco is going to beat their ass. I, I don't know what is going on with me. Again, bet against me. If you bet against me when it comes to the Chiefs, then then you've got more money in your bank account than you did before. But I am just starting to feel like San Francisco is going to rough them up. Man, don't talk me into it. I'm Here I am thinking I'm just going to do And then I saw Will Compton say it yesterday, and Will yeah. Compton was like, yeah. He, I think he predicted him to win by 17. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> but I think you're starting to sway me, and I'm, I'm trying to fight it. I'm trying to fight no, it. I'm trying to fight I, it, too, because yeah. I I, I'm just telling you how I feel. I, I just think they're going to whoop up on them. Yeah, I, and, and I think I, I think they're the better team. They, they have a quarterback that's underrated of all things. And they, the line hasn't moved. And the line hasn't which moved. Which is weird, because if you would have told me that San Francisco was going to open as a one-point favorite, I would have said, okay, well – Eventually, when we get to the week, you know, Kansas City's going to be like a two-point favorite or something like that. It, it hadn't moved. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it hadn't moved, and so you're kind of swaying me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till Thursday or Friday, but uh, I, I actually agree with everything you're saying. I'm just fighting the urge because uh, it, it, you never make money betting against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. We're live from Radio Row, uh, presented by uh, Yingling Flight here on In The Loop Sports Radio 610. So I, uh, I, I hopped in the Oob today. And my man had a uh, conspiracy theory. Another one? Which, I mean, it's about it, Tupac? No, nah, it wasn't that bad. Um, he just thinks that the script is written and that Kansas City's going to win. And he thinks Taylor Swift's going to get proposed to. I said that. Well, I asked Would the that question. be the most manufactured thing ever? Yes. They've never even dated during an offseason. Yeah. That's a full time job. Dating Taylor Swift during an offseason is a full time job. Yeah. I mean, it has to be. Remember you last think she's week. low maintenance? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, she's not low maintenance. Uh, I actually asked the question last week. I said, it, it, is it going to go there where if they win, he gets you know in the middle of all the confetti and interviews and the entire world of media? Taylor, yeah, you complete me. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, date, date, date for an offseason first, please. I'm going to get down on my knee, Taylor. You complete me. Yeah. Would you be do me the honor of being my wife? Yeah. Oh, brother. Yeah. <clears throat> brother. Yeah. A date for an offseason, please. That's that's a good take. That's a very good take. Did you hear what they were saying in New York? Where Where is WFAN at? I want to go talk to this fool and just say, man, what the hell was this? What were they talking about? Figgy, do we have this Sal rant that had, I mean, Odyssey put it out. I mean, th- these guys are these guys are embarrassing What themselves. happened? I, didn't, I missed it. Uh, so Brandon Tierney and uh, Sal, this was Sal's rant about uh, Taylor Swift. This is pathetic. So I'm, I'm actually embarrassed for him. Is it, so why is it acceptable for him to not be there? Mm-hmm. But Taylor Swift, like in any relationship, I don't care how famous you are, there's no way Taylor Swift should be tailing him around every city that he goes to to play in these games, regular season, postseason, and he can't show up for the Grammys? Well, he had to travel dude. with the team for the Super Bowl. Dude, dude, come on. Did he no. have to? Yes, I think it was probably mandatory. The game's not until Sunday. It's yeah, a week but you away. You know what they do? They, they fly out. How did I miss this? What do you mean? I, I know what they sequester, do. You know, it's some remote. I I think it was a team-oriented thing, and I don't even think it was an option. Get there before. Get there after. You make it an option. How no. come she <laughs> can go around the world to see him play football, but the Grammys, which is the Super Bowl for what she does, yeah, yeah. 
He can't go there to support her, even if it's for an hour. The Super Bowl is in Vegas. This is yeah. embarrassing. You could try. That's not that far. It's inexcusable to me that Travis Kelsey did not show up for his girlfriend, who's shown up everywhere he's been playing one of these this games. Okay, so if I can further unpack this, is this what you're really saying, uh, that she's a better he's girlfriend than he is a boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. He is I think he's just saying it. That, he sounded serious. I, I, I don't know. That's weird i like you know you know nfl travel schedules it's between super bowl and nfl like, teams does she even care about the grammys at this point i mean i think she cared about this one because it broke the record yeah but did, did was there was there ever in doubt no but but i mean didn't she, she had leave to, early huh didn't she leave the grammys early i don't remember that but but no she cared about this one just because it was the record she had to be there you know it's not disrespecting the people you know that, that she she got more grammys than now but my point is like that's weird. These guys are in sports. Yeah. They know how football teams operate. Yeah. They know that you cannot not be with your team. Yeah. It's a different world. Well, the other thing is this. Like, hell, we still hear about this, and this wasn't even the Super Bowl, but we still hear about the uh, – we still hear about the Tony Romo Cabo thing. You're telling me that Travis Kelsey wants to put himself out there to where I go to the Grammys, and then if the Chiefs lose, then all of a sudden it's – Hollywood Travis Kelsey. I think you and I are on the same page on this one. We we always roll our eyes at uh, when people say these are the same people that say blah blah blah. Dude, Cam Newton is a massive human being. Oh, he's enormous. He is a massive human being. Look at him. I'd dude. like to be tackling that, dude. Uh, no, dude, I, <laughs> I I have a concussion just diving at his knees. Yeah. What a legend. Oh, that hat, him and his hats. It's actually I used to not like him. I love him now. Yeah, uh, I bet you do. Yeah. Wait, what is that supposed I, to mean? I bet you do love him now. Seeing how big he is, pause. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no we're doubt. gonna say it to us first. You know what? That makes him look good. No, uh, <laughs> where was I? Dude, he's you know how huge, you know how people man. always we roll our eyes when people say, "Oh, these are the people, the same people that say blah blah blah." Yeah, I will say it in this case. He's the same guy that says. Oh, you can't miss the game for the birth of your child. You can't miss the game for the birth of your child. Oh, you're going back to WFS. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, come on, man. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I, I mean, if, if I could go back, would I, I mean, my daughter was born five months ago. If I had a big game, I'd, I'd probably go to the game. I mean, she, my wife could hold it down at the hospital, <laughs> and I could just go. I mean, I, I actually, I actually kind of support that. It, it, it happened. But that's what I'm saying. After it's okay. I, I don't. At the, but but anyway, that's neither here nor there. The bigger thing is maybe she understands. You know, have you considered that if they're in love and they're together and they're doing all this together? Maybe she's like, you stay with the team. Stay with the team. We don't want a Romo situation here. Because she's already getting blamed for things that she shouldn't be blamed for. So why make it worse? You know? Um, no, I, I, I wish I'd have heard that. Uh, I'm glad you played that. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in New York, man. They're yeah. lost right now. <laughs> They're lost, man. It's it was contrived and uh, not poor good. guy. Yeah, between following them and the Jets, it's been a it's been a rough go. We're <laughs> live at our radio row. Coming up at uh, eight twenty, the top five, top five potential office and weapons for. I said eight twenty. That's this time ten twenty local. Uh, offensive weapons for C.J. Stroud. So keep it locked here. We got you covered there. Um, you and Sean were out a little late last night, man. A little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't I couldn't go to bed. I was on a high, man. We've already had to use the dump button on you. You're, you're still drunk. I don't know if I said the whole word or not. Uh, yeah, you cussed. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Lopez had to get, use the dump button. So, yeah, I think Lopez is still drunk. No, uh, I really wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I drank, but I really wasn't. Uh, I didn't have too much because you're, you're moving around. I was on such a high because that was probably top 10 wild uh, gambling story. And it couldn't have come at a better time, which is makes it even better. And then I uh, and you'll hear him during passing thoughts. I saw the guy that MF to complete stranger. Um, I saw a guy doing exactly what you had talked about with regard to a certain establishment that is near the elevators. By the way, I got some bad news for you. For me? Yeah. What? We're bumping your passing thoughts. We got Radio Road guest Nate Boyer. No, we can do it whenever. No, nah, we got to bump it. It's for it's for Radio Road, Nate Boyer. Well, we're bumping your segment too. Uh, Nate Boyer's coming on, so we got to we got to we got to go with the big the big name. 1120 we got it we got a bump we got a bump og passing thoughts I, I didn't book him what um that silence you hear if you're watching on youtube is me staring down uh landry locker um i mean this is my life this is my life yeah well Nate yeah. boyer he yeah. uh he, pretty sure it says it has both our names on the show's title oh we got it we got to bump it for nate boyer. pretty sure it's in the loop with john lopez hey. and landry locker. hey let me say this John. yeah what else am i doing today landry you know how much i respect benchmarks yeah I'm all about the benchmarks. Yeah, I wouldn't book anyone ahead of. You ever uh, moved the benchmark you. before? Like I don't every move Friday? benchmarks. I don't move benchmarks every Friday. What slime off? Uh, yeah, you move uh, internet, internet nuts to eleven twenty. Yeah, but that's for another benchmark. But this, someone had the audacity mm-hmm. during OG passing thoughts to book Nate Boyer. These are fire Boyer. OG passing thoughts. Well, apparently they're not. So, as so this isn't like a fifty-fifty deal, is what you're saying. I, I'm just saying that Nate Boyer, no, 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 no. for some reason, is on. That's not what I asked. So this isn't like a 50-50 deal. I'd say 70-30. Yeah, I'd say 90-10, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, I, 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 just tell me what I'm doing next, and I'll do it. Nah, we got passing. <laughs> we, just can't, we just can't do them at 1120. we got to have a radio rogue. What are we going to do here? What do, do you what's, what, what do you want to figure? You're driving around. You're in Houston. What, what do you want to hear from Nate Boyer? Like, really? Like, what are we doing? Like, what, what was the point of this? I, I don't know, man. What's the point of this? Maybe hey, that should be your first question. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Nate, why are you here? Let me see. <laughs> What's he pushing? Let me see. It's uh, He's working with veterans. Come oh, on Oh, well, shout out to that. Yeah, respect, uh, respect oh, the veterans. Jay- oh, he's working with Glazer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. MVP movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all should ask random questions to him, man. Everything yeah, y'all I mean, dis- I'm not gonna ask him about deep snapping at Texas at 30. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, just like, ev- everything. On. Everything y'all disagree with each other on, y'all should ask him and have him. Yeah, break well, the time. yeah. Idea. Let him be the let him be the voice of reason. That's a good Look, idea. Nate, we could sit here and we could do the generic. So, interview. Nate, I've I've been in Houston media for 30, going on 34 years uh, this, uh, uh, 35 years this year, and yet uh, Landry thinks this show belongs to him. What are your thoughts? Uh I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he would probably he'd probably say, uh, "Never mind." <laughs> I don't know what he would say. <laughs> would be an interesting comment. Who signed? Who they have signed this football? And something. I don't know. I Sean, have no, I have who, no, who signed this ball? I have no idea. Who's who uh, signed this ball? Yeah, we have somebody. Uh, who uh, is that? A random autograph on this football. A W. <laughs> Amy Adams Strunk. Amy Adams Strunk. Okay. <laughs> Amy Strunk. <laughs> Amy, I, don't, I don't know who this is. So they had someone sign a ball. I'm like, yeah. who the hell is that? <laughs> what are we doing here? So, um, 
What else can we ask Nate Figgy that uh, that Landry does that uh, we disagree with? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> look, it's, be- it's better than asking him about deep snapping at UT at 30. Yeah. Carrying that flag out, man. Cool. Boy, he made a career out of it. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, it's it's been a while, man. Like it, It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But he's well-known. He's what? He's well-known. He's a, he's a Wednesday guest. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday. <laughs> Monday? <laughs> Can we record it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll put that on the web. <laughs> we'll add that to the web. You can find it here. Yeah, we'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> so, by the way, did uh, did Sean and uh, Seth get the bass player on? Did, did they play that today? I think they did. They didn't tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, okay. Tomorrow. What band is it? Five Finger Death. Five Finger Death. Yeah. What's your favorite five? Figgy, what's your favorite Five Finger Death show? A uh, song. Song. Uh, song uh, yeah, yeah. I would probably say the most popular one. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> that one. Which one? <laughs> that one. The one. The last one we played. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> Which one we're talking about? I By the way, know. we got a Friday guest that you call the Monday guest, but I think for us it's a oh Friday really? Guest. Yeah, but uh, but for us I think it's a it's a it's a Friday guest. Now I'm gonna we'll tell him that you said he was a Monday guest. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. He'll go it. Wrong side of heaven, by the way. That's my favorite five-fingered. Uh, yeah, that's five the one. one. Yeah, wrong yeah, side yeah. of heaven. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> look forward to it. And it's the bass player, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then couldn't get the drummer, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, John Weeks is going to join us mm-hmm. on Friday. We're just going to BS with him. Of course. Yeah. Uh, He's coming with Amanda, too. Uh, that w- we should actually get her on. That'd be the best part. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. We're live from uh, Radio Row. Uh, presented by Yingling Flight. Coming up, C.J. Stroud. He's very popular right now. A lot of people are talking about him. How can C.J. Stroud get better? I think the answer is offensive weaponry. I have the five most exciting possibilities when it comes to C.J. Stroud's weapons next. Peggy, let's hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 610. Sports Radio 610. All right, here we go. C.J. Stroud weapons. Mm -hmm. Top five potential weapons for C.J. Stroud. We'll go five to one here. Live from Radio Row, presented by Yingling Flight. We got our bull shirts on. Now, this isn't pie in the sky stuff, right? This is legitimate. It depends what kind of pie you like. (laughs) Different pie for different guy. Uh, Big banana cream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. There you go. Good for you. Um, Yeah. did you ever uh, remember when the Rock used to say, "Do you like pie?" Vaguely. Yeah, he was he was at MGM yesterday. The Rock. He wasn't talking about your type of pie, though. <laughs> he was talking about a different type. Uh, number five for C.J. Stroud, potential weapons. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans or Gabe Davis at the right price, and 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 I'm starting to be more open to the possibility that Mike Evans, who's won a Super Bowl who's on the back end of his uh, career, who's, who's probably playing chess and checkers. He doesn't, I don't think he wants to go to, like, a, the New York Giants and play four years there or anything like that. I don't think he's that desperate. 
I'm starting to think Mike Evans might be able to be had at the right price. You've mentioned Gabe Davis, 27 touchdowns in four seasons at Buffalo, battle-tested, about to turn 25 years old. Either one of those guys at the right price, and right now the projection for Gabe Davis is 13 mil a year, which I think is wild, uh, to be honest with you. Um, either one of these guys at the right price, Mike Evans or Gabe Davis, I think that would be appealing. I hope you're right about Mike Evans. I don't feel it. Uh, I, I saw the price at $25 million yeah. is where it's going to start. Yeah. Two you know, years. If you give me two years, 20, I'll, I'll do it. Two years at 20? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, but I, I just don't see it happening. Man, I hope you're right. I hope you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, that, and that might but be. But I would rather have Davis at, the, at his project. If we're just going project exactly. the price, if you're going to give me Gabe Davis for three years. Yes. Uh, 17 yards a catch. Uh, dang near 30 touchdowns in four years. I, I, I'll take Gabe Davis at that projected price over Evans at his projected. But I, I just I, I do wonder, like, how appealing Houston is to Mike Evans. No, I think it's very appealing. That's why I'm, I'm hoping you're right. And I think it's not off the table that he does that. But, man, if, when you put yourself in his shoes, like, this is it. This is the last big contract he's going to get, and it's going to be an enormous contract. Why, why leave money on the table? Number four, potential weapons for C.J. Stroud live from Radio Row. Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry. Seth Payne has uh, kind of talked talk me into Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry, the Texans killer. Uh, four straight, 200-yard, two-touchdown games. Nobody in the history of the NFL has uh, had that many games in their entire career. Yeah. He did it four straight times against the Texans. Uh, Derrick Henry, scheme fit Dees. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about scheme fit and all that. <laughs> like, let's, just, let's, let's stop. Uh, Derrick Henry, number four. Uh, I'm going to be – I'll be the conductor of the train if they get him. He's not my number one choice, but if they get him, you know – Toot toot! I'll 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 be driving. Do that you have tr- to conduct trains anymore? Don't, don't, yeah, don't yeah. They just, don't yeah. They just I actually know a train themselves? conductor. Do they drive themselves? Uh, they they kind like airplanes. They kind of can. Yeah. But do you still have to do certain things? You know. Do you think it'd be harder to conduct a train or a plane? A uh, plane, by, by by far. Really? Yeah. Because it's all computerized now. It's like. Uh, well, but you still have to. Like, but I feel like planes have more resources. Like I feel like they update them more. Like trains, sometimes it, it, they're just out there. Yeah, sometimes it just looks like the same as it did in like the the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, because they haven't changed very much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I actually know a train conductor of all the people. Look at you, random people. Look at you. Used to work at Sports Radio six ten. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Oh wow. What's yeah. his name? Can't remember. Oh wow. No, I, I, I didn't must know. have been tight. Uh, relatively for a, a minute. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, number three, Josh Jacobs. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Now we're talking. Now, this is this might be right up there with Saquon Barkley, but I, I do wonder, like, if the Raiders aren't going to franchise tag him, and they did last year, it didn't go too well. Uh, I was talking to uh, Q Myers, who uh, hosts uh, for ESPN in Las Vegas, um, and I asked him, like, what are you going to do with Josh Jacobs? He said, I said, are you going to franchise tag him? He's like, it didn't go very well last time they did that. So if he gets on the market, I could see a world where – perhaps D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario like Josh Jacobs the most. I, I, I don't know, but it, it just seems like a guy that does everything big, physical, I could see them liking him the most of all the running backs. Doesn't he check more boxes, as much as I'm a Saquon guy, doesn't he check more boxes than Saquon? Uh, not for me. In terms of health and uh, age and... The age is the same. But where, tread. Yeah, same he, age. But he hasn't, he doesn't have, he hasn't really, he really just kind of burst on the same, what, two, three years ago? Yeah, he won people fantasy leagues two years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, number two, this one, I, I, look, th- you're going to have to see if positional value and all that crap shapes up. Uh, mock drafts seem to love this guy. Brock Bowers, 
out of uh, Georgia. Texans are drafting in, in, in a place where they might have to trade up for him. But top 10, there's been 19 tight ends taken in the last 20 years uh, in the first round. And more times than not, it, it's not a great situation. It's not a great result. So I wonder where Brock Bowers is going to go. He might not slide out of the top 10, but if he starts falling, man, that, that, that could be a situation where perhaps the Texans go get their uh, – complete tight end helps the run game helps the pass game he does look like he's 40 years old uh in this picture but i'll i'll, I'll look past that if he's if he starts sliding you do everything you can to go get him if he slides into 10 11 and i don't want to give up a second round pick again uh, you know how i feel about second round picks i'm tired of tra- i don't want to trade anymore. so so bleacher report um <laughs> what that bleacher report what's that it, it's out there okay. i think you've, you've seen some of their work okay uh so bleacher report I uh, had four former NFL scouts grade everybody at the Senior Bowl. Okay. Regardless of position, just give them a grade. Number one was Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Number two was Brock Bowers. Yeah. Uh, he graded out like a 92 or something. I, I, he is that good. Yeah. He's that's, that good. I mean, dude, he's, it feels like he's been NFL ready for three years. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's been the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like people have been talking about getting Brock Bowers since before the guy even – was eligible oh as a freshman they're like oh they should draft that georgia tight end as a freshman he's a freshman he's like trevor lawrence in that in that regard yeah well yeah hopefully he can he uh yeah hopefully it turns out a little little better better, yeah (laughs) uh number one saquon barkley i think the dialogue and the and the negativity about saquon it, it reminds me a lot of christian mccaffrey uh saquon barkley he he's my dream scenario i don't know how the giants let him go on the market if they do I think Saquon Barkley, I think I think the Texans should jump on Saquon Barkley. Bobby Slowick and D'Amico Ryans, they were in San Francisco in 2022 when they made the trade for Christian McCaffrey. They know how much of an impact a guy like that can make. So if, if Saquon's out there and you can bring him into this situation, I think it's just a no-brainer. And the other thing is running backs, they, they're cheap given what how they can impact a game. Like the – the value of them has dropped, but the impact that a guy like a Saquon Barkley or a Christian McCaffrey can make, it hasn't dropped. It's it's as significant as it's been. It's still the same. Yeah, uh, give me Saquon uh, all day long. That's the guy where you and I are on the exact same page. But we talk about Josh Jacobs, how it got ugly. Man, it got uglier in New York with, with Saquon. Uh, and so you know, we'll see how that plays out, but... Uh, I, I'm all about that right now. Yeah, so so to recap the uh, top five potential weapons for C.J. Stroud, number five, Mike Evans or Gabe Davis at the right price. Number four, Derrick Henry. Number three, Josh Jacobs. Number two, Brock Bowers. Number one, Saquon Barkley. Uh, give us your suggestions uh, on uh, the YouTube or the Twitch on uh, Sports Radio 610. We're live out here at the Super Bowl. Send them in 713 uh, if you got him as well. The, the one thing is, I think there's going to be activity. Nick Casario, by the way, gets in town tomorrow, um, and then he's going to fly right out on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> he's a wild man. I, I, I bet he, he might be out Thursday by right after the NFL honors. He's out of there. Oh, yeah. He's gone. Yeah. He's, he's gone. Yeah, he's done. 100%. Yeah, he's going to be doing his thing. I don't even know where – he might not even – I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> he might wear his suit off the plane. <laughs> not even change. <laughs> He's not. So he's definitely not going to be here. You know, obviously to go to any casinos or anything with his position. No, he's not allowed. Yeah, with his position, he ain't he's gonna do allowed. that. So he's in. He's out. I, I think he might join Sean and them. I'm not sure. He's going on Jim Rome. You knew that was going to happen. Oh, he, that's he, right. J- J- 
shoot. Jim Rome might need a restraining order on him. <laughs> How crazy he is about Jim Rome. Good Lord. He's going to be on the on the smack off, allegedly. Uh, but let's not overdo it. He said. No, nah, I know, but let's not overdo it, Nick. Yeah. Uh, we're feeling you. you. You don't need to be smack <laughs> doing the smack off for sure. Uh, coming up next. So I, I hear this a lot. Um, what this game's going to look like. I, I, I'm starting to lean towards it being a blowout. A lot of people are leaning towards it being a close game. What's the best way to lose a game? Because I, I keep hearing this, like, what's the best way to lose a game? We'll discuss live from Radio Row next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Perhaps the most important resource slash experience from D'Amico Ryans that may pay off the most. It has nothing to do with Kyle Shanahan. That's coming up at 11. But we're localizing it here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610, live from Radio Row, live at the Super Bowl. John, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna go in a fantasy world where I tell you, you're in the Super Bowl. Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud, you're in the Super Bowl. That's the good news. Yes. Bad news, you gotta lose. What is the best way to lose a game? Some people say they would rather be blown out than lose in heartbreaking fashion. For you. What would be the best way to lose the Super Bowl? Uh, let me let me just say something very important because we actually had this discussion last night at Batista's, uh, that, that that really good Italian restaurant that you recommended. Sean said something that that kind of is very much tied in with this. He he said he kind of likes Super Bowl blowouts because it, all the storylines that come from it and it's and it's bizarre and you don't expect it. That's the worst. I don't. The, the best way to lose a game for me, if it's just a game. You got blown out, chalk it up, not your day, whatever. Yeah. But not in the Super Bowl. That so, lingers with you So you forever. would have rather lost for the Texans, like you 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 prefer the Jets lost than the Carolina-Atlanta loss? In a regular season. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, give me wide right even. Oh, my gosh. Then, really? Yes. Then, then a 35-point loss so, in the Super Bowl. Well, it's it's it. So you think Buffalo fans, like in that four-year stretch, well, you, you think that you think the fifty-two to seventeen Cowboys loss was better than wide right for or wide right loss was better. But for see, them? Th- that that's different because it was Buffalo every time. I'm yeah. talking about like just a one-off. Yeah, like you get to the Super Bowl, man. Wide right, Jamie Fairbairn. Yeah, yeah, like at least you you'd be like completely heartbroken. But the storylines in the offseason would not be they didn't deserve to be there. Can they recover? Like what are we saying about Buffalo right now? Uh, because they've consistently lost to to, to the, the Chiefs. Oh, they're they're imploding. Oh, you know everybody wants to, to bail. Which, by the way, a lot of people do want to bail uh, from that organization. No, in, in the regular season, it's totally different. But if I get to the Super Bowl, I'd rather and maybe wide right is the extreme because that does linger a Oof. lot. I'd rather lose a close game than get blown out seven days out of seven. Yeah, I, I would just say, you know, the heroic effort type of thing. Mm-hmm. I would say like the. Like, C.J. Stroud going out there and having, like, a heroic effort. Like, when the Cardinals lost to the Steelers and there was, like, Santonio San Holmes in the back, but you, you had Larry Fitzgerald's long 
run. That's what that's what I would uh, yeah what I would look at. Yes, uh, I, getting blown out in a Super Bowl. The questions just linger, and 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 it, obviously, as we know, how difficult it would be to get back, and when you get back, until you get back, until you win a Super Bowl, that that near miss would just be haunting. As opposed to, man, we were close. Man, we got to the Super Bowl. That was heartbreaking. But God, dog, you know that was that that that, that, that was at least we were there. It was a great game. Blah blah blah. Now, don't I do not want to get blown out in the Super Bowl? I was talking to, uh, I was talking to um, someone who's followed the Texans for a while. Yeah. And they were talking about how cool it is right now. Uh, Landry Larker, John Lopez, live from Radio Row, that the Texans might not have had, like, optimal success, like, during, you know, their, quote, best stretch. But all the things that made that stretch even possible are now kind of reemerging. Like, the Kyle Shanahan type of vibe, all of that, like, with D'Amico and all that, it, 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 might, not have, it might not have resulted in the optimal success but it's more of a possibility now because you're bringing back in, back in guys like that. Like yeah, yeah. And what you're talking about is, whew, you help me out here. Obviously, Kubiak, uh, Shanahan, Salah, uh, McDaniel, McDaniel uh, Anthony LaFleur. Weaver, who will soon be a head coach. Lafleur. Lafleur. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. And then, and, then, and what that tells us is they had it going on. They had the right people. It didn't work out. But now you're almost kind of benefiting from that in in a sense. Well, you are. D'Amico was playing, so he's another head coach. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Landry Larkin, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. We're at Radio Row. Business picking up a little bit, man. There's some, uh, there's some Thursday and Friday guys already here. Yeah, business, business is picking up. Cam sure. Newton came by. Cam Newton had a shirt on. Did, did you hear what uh, Cam Newton shirt I said, did. Figgy? I did. Nah, what did it say? It said on the back of the shirt, man, it said uh, game manager or game changer. Which one are you? <laughs> that, is, that is big time. He had the skinny jeans and the hat on with the, with, the, with the socks rolled up, and it said game changer or game manager. Which are you? That is big time. He wants all the smoke. He man. does. Uh, he, he, he is unapologetic. He wants all the smoke. It is, it is awesome. Yeah, he's doing his thing out mm-hmm. here. Um, we're going to have uh, – Moose Johnston just walked behind you. Yeah. What, what day is he? He's a Wednesday. He's a Wednesday, Wednesday guy. Or Thursday. Yeah, he's a Wednesday. He, he dresses a little louder than you think. He, he does. He pulls off them suits. Sometimes, sometimes you see Daryl Johnston, and you're like, "Man, uh, did he still Steve Harvey suit?" Or <laughs> what are we doing here? I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know what we're doing here, Moose. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. You want to talk about a lost art? The fullback man coming back though. Uh, not a little like bit that, though. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, like Beck's more of a tight end, like the Hardo, yeah. like Vontae Leach type of fullback. It's a lost art. Use check. Yeah, uh, use checks like one of one, right? But I'm saying it's coming back. There's, he's not one of one. There's some other fullbacks that not that, like that, not like that. Obviously, yeah, not uh, like that. <laughs> not not like that by any stretch. His, but I'm happy the fullback's coming back. His wife's bit. benefited from the Taylor Swift thing. Uh, use check. How's that? She, uh, she made her. She makes her jackets. So now she got to deal with the NFL. Get out of town. Yeah, use checks. Use checks. Wife make makes those jackets and. She made one for Taylor Swift, and everyone loved it. It was she was already it was already pimp, mm-hmm. but Taylor Swift wore it, and now she's got a she's got a licensing deal with the NFL because she made the stylish jackets. So she so of all the people that Dang. have benefited, here's our guy, here's, here's our guy, Cam Newton, right here. Here's that shirt, man. <laughs> here's that is B shirt. <laughs> got to take a picture of the back. Yeah, got to take a picture of the back. Uh, that is so cool. That's a sick shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a shirt right there, brother. Look game at that. changer or game manager? Which one are you? Look at that. Dude, he's got the towel hanging out of his pocket. 
Man. I'm putting it on Sports Radio 610 right now. Those That dude is one bad dude. <laughs> that is one bad dude. <laughs> that is beast. <laughs> that is sick. <laughs> that is a legend. He's got his chest out. Like, literally has his chest. He's walking oh, he's around. Bag, like, all that. He's walking around like, yeah, man. Man, I'm telling you, like, I, I, I think that is, like, there's going to be some perhaps more famous. I, that is a, a, a Cam Newton presence is a presence. You think? Like I, I don't know. That, I, no, no. But let, let's like I, I'm going to challenge you to find someone who has a bigger presence than Cam Newton. Oh man! Yeah, the, I'm, the I'm rest up, of the week. I'll, I'll the try. Rest of the week. I'll try. The rest of the week, I'm going to challenge you to find someone who has a, a, a better presence than that. I'm, I mean, my eyes are wide. I, I'm trying to think of just who might, who might. Uh, yeah, no, he, he's a bad dude right there. He is a bad dude, man. Uh, and 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 making it right now. I mean, he's doing his his deal on Media Row. That's Holly over there from Low T Center. Shout out to Holly. Oh, shout out to Holly yeah. from Low T Center. She's bringing us uh, Chris yeah. Myers, I think. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to Chris Myers. Called a couple Texans games, uh, Chris Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask, what's the difference between calling a Texans game now and like, <laughs> the three previous years, sir? Like, how much more excited are you? <laughs> I, I always wonder, like, with with uh, the Chris Myers and stuff. Like, when you get, like, do you like get your schedule and go, oh bleep? Yes. <laughs> oh Don't, god. Everybody does. Oh god. Everybody does. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to talk to him about that for sure. Oh, absolutely. And and I'm sure they give each other a hard time about it. Like in their production meetings, in their all, uh, you know, everybody meeting or whatever. Uh, I'm sure they do that. I want to, I want to, I'm going to go try to get Cam Newton in a second. I'm going to ask him if uh, CJ Stroud's a game, uh, game manager or game changer. Yeah. Why not? He'll answer the question. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll embrace that. I bet you can go up there in the break and, and ask him. Yeah, I'll go ask him. Yeah. I'll go ask him uh, mm-hmm. that here shortly. <laughs> Beast mode. What's he at right now? Who? Cam Newton. Where's he? Oh, he's he doing. He's at his podcast, isn't he? Oh, he okay. He's podcasting from oh, here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just walk up there. He don't care. No, nah, I'll just say. I'll just say. Hey, just real quick question out of Houston. I know. Tell him. Tell him you were at Blinn when he played there. I wasn't. No. I know. <laughs> that seems fair. Tell him go Buccaneers. By the way, we talk about. <laughs> Let's go Bucks. We talk about like Adrian Peterson highlights and all that crap. Yeah. Um. Can you Cam, Cam Newton, Newton at Blinn seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton at Blinn. Yeah, that's, let's go Bucks. Yeah, that's fair. Go, go tell him. Let's go. I'm, I'm a big Buccaneer fan. I'm a, b- a big Blinn Buccaneer fan. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? And then man? you that's your in though. You just don't, you're just trying to find an in. No, you get over there. Come on. <laughs> get through there. See what's up. But Cam Newton at Blinn. Yeah. In Hempstead. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like, I mean, you, you imagine you're just a guy that's trying to hold on to your Uncle Rico, Al Bundy, like, pipe dream. So you decide to go play football at Blinn. Yeah. And it's like, all right, uh, Rudy, you got to <laughs> tackle Cam Newton in a Juco game. You know, but the misconception about that, though, a lot of guys that uh, back in the day, not now, now you're 100% right. Yeah. But back in the day, if you couldn't, when the getting into schools was harder, yeah. Blinn was a juggernaut. Like, they had five stars going there. And – two stars but they had a bunch of studs that couldn't get into the colleges going there yeah no yeah. doubt and he, yeah. and he was uh and he was one of them <laughs> yeah that was when you had to sit out of here though that was yeah. when you had to sit out of here <laughs> yeah. shout out to him Landry yeah. Locker John Lopez Figgy Fig with you coming up this is an influence that we don't talk about enough that could be the most valuable when it comes to D'Amico Ryans we'll discuss next live from Radio Row okay 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so we talk a lot about D'Amico influences, and they're going to be on display Sunday. Played for Andy Reid for a year, and obviously he comes from San Francisco, and his coaching development was underneath Kyle Shanahan. But at D'Amico's press conference, he mentioned someone maybe even before those that I think might be the most valuable experience that D'Amico Ryans has had. And that's Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he talked about, you know, the influence that Chip Kelly uh, had on him and the, the impact that he had on, on his life and all that type of stuff. And I got to tell you, like when, when D'Amico Ryans talks about not, not drinking the tea and not eating the cheese, if you look at what they were saying about Chip Kelly one year into his NFL no. tenure, like they were talking about him revolutionizing the game and he was coach of the year uh, and all that type of stuff. I, I, I find it really, really important that D'Amico was there all three years of Chip Kelly when it came tumbling down because with all the good things people are saying about the Texans, he was there for an entire tenure mm-hmm. from beginning to to end with Chip Kelly, and, and I think that's a valuable resource that, that doesn't get talked about very much. I, I think you're right. The other part of it that he saw was kind of like the arc of a coach, you know, like all the things that they do and have to put up with. Now, you know, he knew a lot of this as a player. He dealt with, you know, the ebbs and the flows and all that. But Philadelphia as a player, he, he you know, he, he knew what that, what that dynamic was like. 
uh, and then Chip Kelly. And he also got a glimpse of it. Like, he got a glimpse of, like, thinking like most NFL people do not think. That That's very, very big. And, and, and for a guy that that is, you know, a, a linebacker and used to a particular way of, of offense and defense. Laces and, out, Dan. And, 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 and full. <laughs> oh, that's my guy. That's Dan Marino. <laughs> and, and so. How often does he tan? He stays tan. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's, it's incredible that he actually saw, like, you, you, there is no one cookie-cutter way to do it. Chip Kelly proved it, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I think uh, it's, it's a very valuable, just, just yet another uh, piece of experience that uh, D'Amico Ryans has uh, that, I mean, it's, it's going to be very, very valuable for him. Yeah. Um, that, that's your uh, favorite quarterback of all time right there. Uh, yeah, that, he's my favorite quarterback uh, yeah. of all time. You like and, losers. And it was, it was bizarre because when he played, I was covering the team, so you had to be, like, neutral, you know, and uh, objective and all that. I was never – I never hit it. I, I thought he was he was the man. Like, uh, uh, no, it's good to see. I've interviewed him a couple times. I'm sure he does not remember because he gets interviewed by a million people. Man, how does he – is he just, like, live in the sun? He, yes. I mean – Wouldn't you? I mean, that's too red, though, bro. Nah, man. Man, I, I'm worried about it. No. Dan Marino. Like, <laughs> You're worried about Dan that's Marino? A lot, that's a lot of color there, man. I wouldn't worry about uh, uh, Marino too much. No. I think he's doing all right for himself. Yeah, he's doing all right, but, man, that's a lot of color there, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, he is, he is red. I, I might have to go get him some sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a natural. Hey Dan, here you he's go. He's kind of like me. I, I don't use sunscreen except for I, my, my face. Man, yeah, that is a that is a lot. It's in your blood, man. That's a hell of a it's lot. It's in right your there. blood. Yeah, business is picking up a little bit. You got to tell him <laughs> about Batista's. He knows. He knows. If you, you think? know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah, celebrities go there a lot. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, I disappointed Sean Pendergast yesterday at dinner, but yeah, you know, it's all good. <laughs> I'm not sure you did. I, I'm not sure you did. Uh, I'm really not. Um, <laughs> so CJ's coming out tomorrow. Uh, little Cheetos action. A little Cheetos, and he's also going to be in the in the basketball thing. I don't too. like that. Yeah. Do you like that? I don't, Are I, you going to watch that game nervously? I, I, I feel like I'm going to watch the celebrity because wouldn't that be like, I mean, I don't want to like, like C.J. Stroud getting hurt in a uh, here's the thing pickup basketball game. You have to realize you, you you have to stop thinking like that because. We're in a. Different, I know he's a. We're athlete. in a different world. Yeah, but dude, like we're living in a different world, man. But, but CJ Stroud, like, who's going to be? Guarding? Would you rather have a quarterback that nobody wanted to go anywhere and would would just spend the off season doing whatever? Because you have a, a, a you have an A list quarterback that's going to do A list things. You don't have to like it. If we're being honest, CJ just looks like he camps at the three point line. I've seen those highlights. No, he shoots a lot. Does he know how to drive? He's no, he's a gunner. Hey, does he know how to drive? That's my question with CJ. He he is a gunner. Yeah, I, now he can shoot. Yeah. I'm not questioning that. He does it. Hell, he 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 uses the basketball in warmups before the game. But I, I don't know. I don't know that CJ has a, the a very stops. diverse game. The offense stops. Yeah, his I, nickname is the black hole. Yeah, I got <laughs> to see. I, I got to see if I gotta once see you if get him CJ, the ball, you never see it again. Can he drive? <laughs> can you drive, CJ? That would be Stroud? a great question do, can, for CJ. CJ, do you do, do, do you, you ever pass and pick three? up basketball? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> like, do you do, have you ever dribbled? I hate that guy. By the way. What the, the pickup basketball? The black hole. Yeah, I mean that's it happens. Like you, it happens every time you play. There's at least one player doing that. Yeah, it happens. No. But yeah, it's it's frustrating <laughs> to say the very least. No, absolutely no doubt. Landry Locker, John Lopez, 
uh, Figgy Fig with you here in uh, Houston Sports Theater, Sports Radio 610. We're live at uh, Radio Row. Shout out to Bull Shirts for getting us the gear. Uh, I'm rocking the uh, 610 cap right now, so uh, shout out um, to them. Coming up, it's normally OG passing thoughts, but we got to give we got to give Nate Boyer your your time, low T. So we're moving past the OG passing thoughts. Yeah, I could have sworn it's a 50-50 proposition here. <laughs> like, figure out, who was doing in the loop first, me or Landry? I think the question is, or I think the answer is you. Yeah. Who's the longest tenured host on Sports Radio 610? Is it you or, oh, wait. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Who's the longest tenured host at Sports Radio 610? That's the OG John Lopez. Yeah. yeah. Who's been doing Houston sports for going on 35 years this year? Damn. That would be you, man. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, man, I'm 35. 34 years. 34 years uh, right now. Been, uh, so Lopez, th- I'm not the one, I'm not the one who, who, who disrespected the benchmark. I did not disrespect any benchmark. No, neither one of us did. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not the one who did it. It was that guy right yeah, there. Yeah, it was that guy. It was <laughs> the boss. <laughs> Dang, Lopez, you going to let him do you like that? Yeah, you got yeah. done like that. Yeah, all you I'm saying. Played the du- you, I don't you, like you gave up. No, so your we're just not going to do OG passing thoughts today. No, 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 no. You gave no, up no. your seat at In-N-Out, and now this? I gave up my seat at In-N-Out. And now I'm that getting, was pathetic, by the way. No, it was not. That was that was. It's called being a gentleman. It's not being. A, she's you don't you don't treat ladies that don't act like ladies <laughs> with gentleman goggles. She Man. cut you, you off. You want equality? I'll give you equality. <laughs> yeah, get out of my damn way. Yes. This is my table. Yes, she was not. She she did not deserve the gentleman treatment. She cut you off and in and out. Oh, were you sitting here? Yeah, obviously. but but here's the point. So what's going on here, people? Is a window to my world. So I've been in I've been in doing Houston sports for thirty five years. I'm asking him. No one at Sports Radio six ten has longer tenure uh, than I do. I was doing in the loop before Landry even got to Houston. Um, I came up with the name in the loop, and yet Landry, independent of everybody, says, "Now nah, we're going to bump passing thoughts." I didn't bump it. <laughs> you you bumped it. Got to talk to Nate Boyer, bro. Okay, but you bumped it. I'm looking for this. I'm, I'm going to ask him this real quick. So the 50-50 proposition is Man, why you let him do that to you, John? I'm a nice guy. It, it bites me in the ass sometimes. Man, you got to stop being nice, man. Yeah. Somebody going to take your woman being too nice. Yeah. Hey, hold it down. Okay, so uh, Landry Locker is going. Hey, go ahead. Go Cam. Ahead. Go ahead. Cam. Go ahead. CJ Stroud, game manager or game changer? Changer? Okay, there we go. <laughs> we got the answer right there. <laughs> we got the answer right there. You could hear him. Changer. <laughs> he didn't hesitate, and he, and, he, and he didn't even lose stride. Yeah. <laughs> he kept walking. <laughs> yes, walk. sir. Yes, sir. We got the answer. I'm tweeting it out at Landry Locker right now. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. C.J. Stroud, not <laughs> a game manager. Yes. Man, he didn't. He didn't even break stride right there, dude. Cam Newton's the man, dude. He's the man. Remember when he invented the dab and everyone started doing it? That was, I, that's the only thing I don't like about Cam Newton. What? Because it was cool when he did it. Yeah, and then everybody but then started you had doing it. Guys like Chris Visser trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Figgy, I don't think. I, are you getting? Are you, Figgy? Are you feeling what I'm feeling? Do you feel like? And and, and I just want you to be honest. I think we're all a little bit. I think Lopez is still buzzing from last no, night. No, I, I didn't even get drunk. Fig, you cussed. You, you cussed yeah, I was disappointed in you, man. You, yeah. you cussed on the show, man. I wasn't even – I didn't even get tipsy. Hey, I didn't even put get that t- in the slime, by the way, Fig. 
<laughs> Can you grab I got, that for I us? got the audio now. All right, let's hear oh, this. Let's this hear is it. how Lopez started his morning off. <laughs> so I'm just mad. now remembering that. I, I completely forgot. I almost got my ass kicked last night because <laughs> I was talking to Lopez. Because I was hot. Oh, and, and they started out, everybody was giddy. Yeah. And then when I started hitting numbers, I kind of got quiet because they're like, oh, shoot, oh, this guy's this guy. Dump. Okay. Dump. Dump, Ben. Dump. Oh, there. This guy is Okay, hot. I didn't finish the word. It, the beep makes it sound like I said no, the whole I, word. I heard, I heard it, man. I, I went to the lab <laughs> to make sure, and you I said, said the it. whole word. You tried, to, yes, and you covered it up. Tried to say shoot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I said the whole world word. It's okay. Maybe I said the whole word. We but I'm comfortable here. It's not a, ma- a matter of still being buzzed. I didn't even get drunk. Um, but uh, it was it was a big night, man. Uh, we'll get to uh, in my pockets because this was a maybe top ten. Probably a top ten uh, night uh, at the craps table. We'll get to that for sure. Yeah, let's get in the pockets now. You want to get in the pockets now? Yeah. All right. So if you're not familiar with this, I've, I've decided to be completely transparent about all my gambling. I love to play craps. I'm not. I'm actually going to change it up today because I'm going fishing. So so uh, this evening I might just do sports when I get back. Take yeah. take a break from the craps tables because yeah, it'll be late. Maybe watch a late game or something like that. But uh, after day one, um, I was down uh, three hundred and thirty four dollars. So yeah. I'm whether I win or lose. By the way, I think Clint's down two thousand now. We'll ask him. Well, y- yesterday he said he was down a gur. And then I asked Ron. I said, "How'd it go today for him?" Because Ron was down late, and he said. I don't think it went well. Yeah. <laughs> like, not go well for. All right. This is a top 10 of all time. Uh, I was down 334 after day one. Had a really good day. Uh, day two, I was up 296. My stake is $2,500. I'm betting $500 a day at the most. Uh, and, you know, when it's gone, it's gone, whatever. So yesterday, I was in for $500 again. I got my $500, went downstairs to the casino after the show, after I did the Bite Me podcast. And decided, you know what? I'm going to gamble about an hour uh, before dinner. I got crushed. Crushed? Crushed. How bad? I was playing because I was hot. I, I, I made up some uh, uh, ground the day before on the, the video craps, uh, which I normally don't play a lot of. I, I went straight to the video craps game. In 45 minutes, I lost $230. Oh, my. I hit. I cashed one bet. In 45 minutes, I cashed one bet. Everything else was a loss. Uh, so I was down $230. We went to dinner. Uh, and at dinner, uh, after dinner, I'm kind of thinking about it like, eh, should I just take my losses and, you know, go go at it again tomorrow? Well, of course I didn't. Um, but I had a couple of vodka tonics and decided I'm going to be loose. I'm going to be confident, whatever, whatever. So... Remember the first day I made every mistake you could make, yeah. And I admitted it. I, I was just swept up. I did yeah. all the signs. I I, did, I didn't watch them. I didn't abide by them. So yesterday I decided I am going to stick to my guns, and you can you can vouch for some of these things. So I walked downstairs, and I was going to stick to my strategy. I was not going to get swept up in the moment. I looked at the craps table at the link, and and it was not real. The stacks weren't good. It was kind of dead. So I said, you know what? I'm going to keep walking. Yeah. I walked toward the, the video craps table where I got my butt handed to me. And I, I looked at all the numbers that were going uh, before I got there. A lot of sevens, 
a lot of numbers that were not hit. I decided, nope. I kept walking, so I skipped over two. I went outside, and I decided I'm going to go to the Cromwell. I saw the Flamingo, and Mm -hmm. I ducked into the Flamingo to see what those tables looked like. They were so bad, at two tables, only one guy was playing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to walk right past these. So I walk past three craps tables, and I go toward the Cromwell. This is when I see you and Sean. Okay. And I see you and Sean, and, and you're getting high and all that stuff. That's cool. No big deal. Uh, I'm doing what? I, uh, you, you know what you're doing. And uh, and I went into the Cromwell, where I had won money on Monday night. I mean, on Tuesday night. Yeah. Dead. Everything looked bad. Yeah. I, normally, I would have just stayed there and said, screw it. I turned around, Landry, and walked all the way back to the link and said, I got to find the right table. And so you were scouting. I, was, I went to four different craps tables. I was sticking to my guns. I was sticking to my strategy. And so I finally got back to the link table, and I saw one dude that clearly knew what he was doing. I watched how he bet. I, you know, he was kind of like me. He did certain things. He was disciplined and all that stuff. And i like, that guy knows what he's doing. And he cashed out, like, almost $2,000. Now, he was, he was playing with more money than I was going to, but he cashed out almost $2,000. As he's walking out, and it was a crowded table, Yeah. I said, how's the table? Is, is it cooling down? He goes, not really. Uh, I'm, I've got to go to dinner. I've got dinner plans. I said, boom, boom. He stepped out. I stepped right into his spot. And? And it was slow. I, I was in for, for about 300 Let's see, I got the number here anyway. But it was about basically about 280 bucks is all I had left of my $500 stake. $270 okay. is all I had of my stake. So I went, was in so for. So you were thin. So I was thin. So I was in for 270 and it was slow. I was down to about 100 bucks of chips. Okay. Then what? Then I got the <laughs> dice. And it was very up and down. And then I got the dice. Epic. Epic. I hit the first number after about two rolls, cashed some chips. I started doubling up my bets, put more odds behind them. I rolled, hit a bunch of numbers, hit my second number. Same thing. Started pushing my odds up, pushing my odds up. Hit my third number, which is a win in itself. And the table's all giddy and, and, and excited and everything. This is what I was telling Sean. And like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, it's a very upbeat scene. I hit some more numbers. It starts to get quiet because I'm, I'm one of those. It's normally never me. Yeah. But I'm the dude. Like, I'm the dude hitting oh. numbers. I'm the dude hitting numbers. And you, and you just hit it like crazy. And I hit my fourth number. And by this time, I probably have about $700 on my rack. I see Aaron and Sean and Clint walking by, and I kind of gave them one of these eyebrow things. I hit my— Like the rock? Yeah, I did. You were that cocky? Yes, Dude, I hit my fifth number. My rack, and, and Sean can attest to this, had so many chips in it, I had to start a second rack. Uh, Aaron's nodding his head. I mean, I, I, like it was, I couldn't put. And what'd you end with? I couldn't put any more chips in so my rack. So what'd you end with? So then I started betting 50s. You start getting cocky. 50s and 100s. No, I'm up. I don't care at this point. 50s and 100s. What kind of coach do you think you'd be? For craps? Like, you think you'd be going for it on fourth down a lot? Like, is that where we're at? Probably. But for craps, I know what I'm doing. I was very disciplined. I stayed to the game plan, and I, I, was, I was disciplined with my bets. I was just upping the total. So, finally, Seth and Sean and Aaron are, are standing behind me, and I kind of talked to Sean a little bit. This dude in the two spots away from me, livid. He looks at Sean and says, don't talk to the shooter. 
because they didn't want to jinx it. Yeah. The dude next to me is laughing. But he didn't know that you, he didn't know it was and, your boy. And, and, and Sean, yeah, well, Sean was. Or was he? Or was he just like? Or was he worried about himself? Yeah, no, he didn't want my my hot streak to end. And so Sean's still jabbering and jab. This guy is shooting darts at him. Don't. He said it. He told like three times. Don't talk to the shooter. And Sean's like, what? What? And I'm talking and everything, and I'm rolling dice. I hit my my a few more numbers, and then I finally seven out, which means my roll is over. Yeah. And Sean, this guy looks at Sean, grabs his chips, looks at Sean again, and run, runs away cursing him. <laughs> He's like MFing Sean all the way. Oh, my god! That bleepity bleep was talking to the shooter. He ruined everything. But what he done, I hit five numbers, man. That's, like, unreal. So I immediately, I'm not going to get greedy, even though I lost, like, $400 on the table at that moment. But who cares? I was doubling. I give him all my chips. Eleven hundred and forty-five dollars. I was in for two seventy. I got eleven hundred and forty-five dollars. So for the trip, Jeez. so for the trip, uh, my stake is twenty-five hundred. I have twenty-six hundred three hundred and forty-one dollars. I'm up eight hundred and forty-one dollars altogether. Okay. After getting my ha- ass <coughs> handed to Good me. job, John. <laughs> and that's why he's still hammered, because he was drinking the uh, uh, I wasn't. bottomless drinks. Uh, that's why Lopez is I still I really drunk. wasn't. I, I, never, I never got tipsy. Um, but I guess I was just kind of uh, punch drunk, so to speak, because that, that, that was one for the books. Uh, that was one for, for the books. No question it, about it. It should be. Yeah. Uh, let's talk to uh, Nate Boyer, Radio Row guest, uh, Nate Boyer. Uh, joining us next. Let's let's cut up with him, man. It, it should be a good time. We'll talk to uh, Nate Boyer next. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. We're supposed to join us. Uh, not here right now um, at the moment. So uh, we'll uh, we'll figure out what to do with that. But he is uh, not here yet. We'll, we'll talk to him. Um, you maybe, know what? Maybe Th- this might be a good time to share a story that happened this morning. Okay, uh, and I'm being 100 percent serious. Okay, like, tell this me is, a story, OG. This is this is the real deal, people. Oh gosh, uh, as opposed to all your other stories. Uh, no, too. <laughs> what does that mean? You got to you got to put it like a you got to put a I preface meant, on this is the real deal. I meant serious real deal. Okay, my daughter. Okay, is a nurse at MD Anderson. She's driving to our house this morning. Because we're talking about Nate Boyer. He's one of uh, uh, America's heroes. He's, he's done a lot for veterans and such. So it kind of ties in with this until he gets here. And I can finish the story later if, if he gets here before I finish the story. Um, so my daughter is on our way to our house this morning to, to drop off her dog. My wife's going to drop off her dog. And she sees, witnesses, a tractor run over a woman. I'm not going to mention any names or anything else, but... She sees a tractor run over a woman and, and her dog. They were jogging. The tractor takes off. The woman is on the ground, 
almost looking lifeless. Yeah. My daughter jumps out of her car, pulls over, as other cars are pulling over, and goes to the woman, and she's bleeding. I'll just say she's bleeding. Yeah. Um, gets her cardigan, wraps this where the blood is, puts pressure on the blood, tries to get the woman uh, alert, tries to get the woman to, to keep from going into shock. Other cars are stopping trying to help. She's the only one with medical um, with medical experience on it. She's moving this, trying not to move the, the woman too much. She's, she's taking care of the woman. Uh, EMS finally gets there and takes over. Landry, my daughter saved a woman's life today. Yeah. Now, is this a Mark Andrews or a huh? Is this Mark? Is, is there is there is the medical guy, uh, guy going to call in Mark Andrews? Oh yeah. There's holes what? in her story. <laughs> there's some holes in the story, dude. Yeah. Hey, so hold on. And she is like she is trained. She's worked in trauma centers, but now she's at MD Anderson. I mean, I just got a. I, I was in awe. She was after it all happened. Like most people said, she she kind of got shook up, but in the moment, she was she saved a woman's life. Man. That's crazy because, fortunately, she was uh, she was there. Well, that's 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 why uh, that's why people in the medical field and first responders and stuff that's that's what makes them true heroes. Is that the 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 real the real ones like the good cops, good firemen, good uh, medical folk? They're never really off the clock, even when they're off the clock. No, like no. so. And you know, so you always you always have she's a, you it, always have those types of instincts and stuff. They did catch uh, the tractor driver, by the way. Uh, that that question has come up. They did find him and and, and, and get him. But you can see the story that the, the, at least the start of it. It's on Click Two Houston right now. They don't mention my daughter, uh, but people were like, like she had blood all over her. Uh, uh, the dog ended up being taken as well. Uh, and an interesting thing that you can relate to. The dog did not leave the woman's side. The dog was severely, seriously, seriously God. hurt as well, and the dog stayed by the woman's side. Yeah. It, it, it's the most incredible thing. Um, so, shout out to my daughter Leah who saved the woman's life today. At least you know she's been taken to. It looks like she did. She's been taken to uh, medical, uh, you know, to obviously to a hospital and uh, and and more experts. But that that's a proud dad moment, man. I mean, I mean, I would hope so. That's a proud dad moment. I would hope so. No doubt about it. I feel like, but I, do, I will say this. Shout out to Leah, yeah. hero. Um, if the middle son had done it, there'd be a little more energy in the story, but <laughs> let's, just, let's, just, let's just be honest about it. If, if BG had done this, there'd be a little bit more. You'd be able to feel the pride a little bit more. <laughs> now, Lopez would be like, Figgy, hit the breaking news. <laughs> there's a, there's, a, there's a, a, I don't know how high a percentage. There's a, there's a percentage chance that he would have said, well, that sucks. <laughs> and kept driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'm yeah, kidding. he didn't have those instincts uh, like I'm that. Like, it, I, like, I teared up. She's in shock. My wife ended up going over there to try to help. But, like, she had blood all over her, her sweater Max and everything Crosby. else. Yeah. Right there. That's the man, too. Yeah, that's the man. Yeah. Still not as much swag as Cam. Still, still not as much uh, Swag is Cam Newton. I don't think we're going to top that. No. I don't think we're going to top the Cam Newton no. swag by Max any stretch. ain't messing around now. Yeah. He's got his own little. Uh, yeah. He's got his own little uh, beef. Dude, uh, it, it, with business him. is picking up. It is. Yeah. Uh, very much so. Uh, we got uh, Nate Boyer here uh, for a little bit. Uh, Bronze Star recipient uh, on behalf of uh, merging vets and players uh, with uh, Jay Glazer. Uh, Nate, how you doing, man? I'm 
good. How are you? We're hanging, man. We're hanging. I got that exact shirt. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, yeah. the rowback goes yeah. in, doesn't the Texas it? One. I, have yeah. a I have one with blue states as well. I have a, I have a Houston one, too, that, I, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out. It, see, if you're wearing it, then that means I'm getting a little more stylish than, I, than, yeah. I, than I'm used to. Which Mine fits a little better. You yeah, know? yeah. Oh, no, for I'm sure. No, hey. <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, you're not, you're no, you're not, not. telling me. No, 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 you're, no, you're not. You're not offending me here. John Lopez, Landry Locker, big Longhorn fan right there. Awesome. I'm an Aggie, but that's cool. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but that's cool. I'm excited. We're playing again. Oh, finally! This Man, is crazy. Thanks. That's a crazy. Twelve years or whatever it was we didn't play. Like that's not. It's not yeah. right. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not right. And I'm I'm really glad that it's playing again. Yep. One of our best friends is John Weeks. Oh, cool. Uh, he, you know, obviously a deep snapper for the yep. Texans. He's yep. exaggerating on the best friends. I don't know where that's best as a show. Oh, okay. okay. As a show, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's a big friend. He's donated stuff to us and all that Very stuff. Cool. Fifteen years as a deep snapper in the NFL. That's crazy. What? Uh, at what point does a guy retire? Like, 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 like Landry's giving him a hard time. Like, oh, he doesn't even get hit. And I'm like, bull crap. These guys are still getting hit. They're they're still running. They are, but, but like, but you can't I mean, line up over them. <laughs> no, I mean, if, and if you're playing, you know, 12, 15 snaps a game, uh, and your body's in good shape. Like, I mean, if Brady can play quarterback. Until he's forty-five, John Weeks. So you're kind of siding with Landry on this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should go for twenty. I think he should hit twenty seasons. Yeah. Why not? I mean, Nate. Nate's a bad example because he just picked up deep snapping and just happened to go to UT. And yeah. it, right? <laughs> also a bad example because I played in one game and then I got cut. You know, yeah. in, the, yeah. in, the, in the uh in the NFL. Yeah. 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 Um. But, but yeah. No. It was. Th that's how I got on the field. It's a thankless job, and you got to be you know super accurate. You got to be consistent. All those things. But at the same time, you don't have to be the best athlete in the world. Like, yeah. You just don't. I walked on as a safety, and I, I made the team, but I wasn't getting on the field. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. So then it was like, okay, special team. So you know, I'm back up on your kickoff coverage and pump block team and still can't even break in the starting lineup. I just don't have the speed. So I started long snapping because the starter was graduating and so was the backup. And yeah. I was 31 years old when I snapped my first ball. And <laughs> you know, by, the, by the end of that year, I was starting. And so <laughs> – uh, it, it ended up working out, and I'm, I was just grateful for that opportunity. And that's what got me to – I wouldn't have had a shot with the Seahawks without long snap. What, what's it like in college at 31? Because I, 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 It's almost as crazy as college at 32 and 33. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. almost. Because that was my last two years. <laughs> almost. Be, dude, be <laughs> no, it was that's cool. Right there. It was – And you I weren't mean, married or anything. You, you, you no. Were, oh, God. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> it, 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 it's, definitely, it's absolutely a good time. Um, and you were getting I'm all that Longhorn in, Network burned too. Your face was all over. I mean, I, I felt yeah. like you lived on uh, Longhorn Network and all that. You, you, they had the Nate Boyer doc. R.I.P. Longhorn yeah. Network. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Pour one out it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, you know, the, the only things that were a little weird is like, you're, you're the, I mean, you're 10 years older than everybody at, yeah. le at least. Yeah. Um, and so in the football, in the locker room around the guys and the team, Less, yeah, less odd because it's all about it's just football and those guys, you know, everyone thinks assumes I think college kids are generally immature and like football players. Oh, they're they're just playing sports. They don't care about school. Blah blah blah. A place like Texas, like those kids are very mature. Yeah, I, I mean you're playing in front of 101,000 critics. Yeah, you know that are just if you make one false move or uh, whatever, they just you know it's, <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> we I mean, are that, aware. Yeah. That's just high level college football. And so like those those young men. Uh, take on a lot of responsibility, and they they are a lot more mature than your average, you know, classmate and yeah. student around campus. So, was, was there ever a moment when, like, the nineteen year old five star safety or whomever, uh, you know, you're talking to him, and he kind of looked at you like, 
Dude, I'm not 32. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was the opposite, though. It, it, yeah, I would look at them and be like, bro, I'm not 19. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Do, uh, are you a Vegas guy? Uh, what have you been up to out here? Uh, I just got in yesterday. Okay. I do like Vegas. I'm not a big gambler, but yeah. it's, I mean, I was. Just the environment. Oh, I love it. I went, to, I got, went and had uh, dinner at the Cosmo yesterday, and that nice. place got a, as far as the bar and restaurant You got a buffet? Scenes, or you, you it's got great. A... No, we went to uh, China Poblano. Okay. It's a. Uh, Chinese Mexican fusion. Oh, which wow. is cool. Like, that's a let's Vegas go, thing. Yeah, let's yeah. Go. Which, you know what I mean? <laughs> which is ris- it's risky, but it's a lot of places hey, can pull it off. If, if a place can, like Vegas, if it's going to be in a place like the Cosmo, like it yeah. worked, like yeah. somebody knew what they were doing. They're, They're not, not going to wing put it. Crap in no, Cosmo. No. I mean, <laughs> what, what are your go tos in Austin? Did you have like a go to Tex Mex spot or anything like that in Austin? Oh man, I mean, it's hard to choose. It is it? hard to choose. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff. I mean, I love all the small, just the taco trucks generally. You know what I mean? You got your little mom and pops in your neighborhoods. Um, but there's, yeah, there's, I don't even want to say it because yeah. there's, what's there's, that one on SoCo that I, uh, that, 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 the South Congress, there's a really good one that I go to. It's probably like 20. Torchies? No, no, it's, <laughs> a, it's a family one, but it, it's neither here nor there. You're not thinking of like Matt's El Rancho and Lamar, no? No. Okay. I know that one, but that's not, yeah. that's, that's neither here nor yeah. there. I, I just figured you would have, you would have gone to that. Um, I probably have. You probably have. <laughs> How much you get back? I, I'm living out of there mostly. Okay. Yeah. I live okay. on the east side. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of split time between there and L.A., so a little uh, bit back and forth. You but. a Sark guy? You like Sark? Yeah, I do okay. like Sark. Okay. You know? he, he made me mad uh, in the in the championship. <laughs> Why? So, I, I just thought they should have stuck with that dual running back and kept running the rock. Well, we should have ran the drive. ball more. No, yeah, no. Yeah, because I thought – They when, weren't stopping the run. It's, they it it, it the almost run. seemed like no. he had a first-half script, like mm. where – that it, yeah. it went perfect when they had blue. I'm, I'm getting in the sticks. That's fine. Blue and Baxter in the backfield, and they just ran it down their throat. And then it was like they came out empty on the next play, and they got sacked. I was, I was just wondering if it was like because we weren't stopping on defense. Oh yeah, that the thought process was like we got to keep scoring. Yeah. So they were trying to make you know take these big plays and ch- but the, the runs were chunk plays because yeah. we were getting like six, eight, yeah. nine yards of carry. Yeah. Like just run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. not stopping it until they stop it. The traffic's you know? bad out there now. Y'all are almost catching Houston when it comes to the traffic in Austin now, though, huh? Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's the 10th biggest city in America now. Yeah. Isn't God, that crazy? There's nuts, four man. There's four in Texas yeah. that are 10. I mean, it's it's Houston's the biggest. Yeah. And then I think San Antonio. I think San Antonio's two, yeah. and then he, Dallas, and then Austin. And as far as the city itself, like the Metroplex in Dallas is bigger. Yeah. And then Fort Worth is like 12. Yeah. Like there's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. I wanted to ask you as we get into to, to one the of the reasons MVP. That we'll that talk about here. MVP. Like we always talk about like you never know when that opportunity is going to hit you. Yeah. You just talked about it. You'd never snapped the ball before. Yeah. All of a sudden you're, you're carrying, you know, the flag and become an icon. And you, you use that to this day. Right, like that—that's an incredible thing. Like the one little opportunity you got, and you're taking advantage of for a number of great reasons. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, I—I I, I spent ten years in the military, and that was a great—that was probably the greatest opportunity. First of all, is what I needed. I didn't join until I was twenty-three, mm-hmm. okay. so I, you know, I—I I felt like I spun my wheels those first four years out of high school. I was doing a bunch of different things, not really sure what I wanted to do. Didn't go to school. Um, had a lot of ideas and passion, but I didn't really know how to work towards anything. Mm-hmm. And then this was, you know, a couple years after uh, 9-11. Yeah. And I did some relief work overseas, and I really enjoyed it. I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that purpose element. Mm -hmm. So I came back, wanted to join the military, ended up, you know, being in the Special Forces. And like that, just the the leadership that you receive, obviously the training. But 
kind of the personal leadership within yourself of like, yeah, I have to make these things happen on my own. There's a lot of of all the jobs in the military. That is one of the most sort of autonomous. Yeah. You're very independent. And the expectation is like you. Yeah. You, you aren't ordered around and commanded to do these things. You got to figure out. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out what the mission is and how you're going to get it done. And you got to just make it happen. Yeah. And that absolutely transfers to these other things. So like, when I went from um, from doing that to you know to trying out for the football team, and it's like then finding a way on the field. It was like you have to be innovative and resilient and just like and 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 hum- and have that humility of like yeah. I'm not going to be. Yeah, a, ri- a wide receiver or a safety. Yeah. I'm just not. It's, yeah. it's not. A, I don't have that, but I can, <laughs> I can still do play. I, I can, can do contribute. Something. I can find a way. And yeah. it, no one's going to care if you do it. If you snap 500 in a row, perfect. But if you screw up once, you're the bad guy. Not a lot of people want that job, but that suits someone like me because yeah. I'm like I'm used to that pressure. Yeah. Uh, so that you know, it worked out in that way. And then yeah, carrying on to the film stuff. When I got done with, cause when I was in school, I was still in the National Guard, so I deployed a couple times mm-hmm. at, during college. So I had a really you know, high tempo uh, experience. Yeah, and going back and forth, back and forth. Then I got done. Football was over. Military was over, and I'm trying to figure out like what's next. And um, storytelling was just something that was important to me. It inspired mm-hmm. me when I was younger, and uh, uh, you know, I, I wanted to make movies and do that. So I started. I moved out to Hollywood. Did an internship with Peter Berg, who did oh, nice. oh, yeah. Friday Night Lights yeah. and Survivor, and started learning there. And then. When MVP started, when the organization started, Merging Vets and Players decided to, to tell that story. And that was the first movie I directed. So MVP uh, movie. Uh, yeah. t- tell us everything you got going on with uh, MVP. Yeah, so we've got eight chapters around the country, one here in Vegas, um, one in Dallas. Uh, and one day we'll have one in, in Houston and, okay. and everywhere. Austin, I think, is one of the next ones as well. We bring together combat vets and former pro athletes, and we help them find purpose and identity when they lose a the uniform. Uh, to learn more ab- about that, go to go to vetsandplayers.org and check it out. But really, if you watch that movie, it tells the story of how we started. So we'll meet up in the gym on a weekly basis, vets and athletes together. We train together, and then we huddle up, and it's like peer-to-peer coaching. You know, you just you lay it all out there. You know, whatever stuff you got going on, it's a place you can share. You can have like-minded people with similar experiences uh, that can help you through it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and you can also be of service to others. So it's really cool. So in the movie... It's a scripted movie. It's not a documentary, yeah. but like Tony Gonzalez and Randy Couture and oh, wow. you know Glazer, who I co-founded yeah. MVP with, um, Michael Strahan and Howie Long have cameos, and then all the vets are played by actual vets in the movie. Okay. Oh wow! So we made this thing during COVID for like no money, um, <laughs> but it got distribution, and now it's on. Yeah, it's on Paramount Plus, and you can also I think you rent it on Prime and Apple TV and some other places as well. If you don't That's have Paramount great, Plus, man. but. Go check out the MVP movie for sure. We'll do that. And for more information, go to vetsandplayers.com. Nate, always a pleasure to talk to you. Vetsandplayers.org. Yeah, you got my it. bad. Yeah. No, you're good. That, hey, you're on top of it, though, right there. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. My <laughs> guy. A deep snap, save, save lives, whatever. And Nate Moore, make movies, hell. Does it all. Thank vetsandplayers.org. you, Vetsandplayers.org. Nate, we appreciate you. Coming up next, Jose appreciate Altuve going to be an Astro for life. And C.J. Stroud, please don't do it. Next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right. He's not going anywhere. The hits are lit here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, so Jose Altuve, 
Uh, he got a contract extension. Chandler Rome was all over it. The new contract extension has a $15 million signing bonus. It'll pay him $30 million from 2025 to 2027. So Jose Altuve, he is going to finish his career uh, most likely with the Astros. And, oh, by the way, just $10 million in 2028 and 2029. How did they get him to sign this? I, I, you know, all that stuff, It always it's weird. I'm sure it has to do with how they're going to balance their money and all that stuff, whatever. Here, here's a couple of points on this. Um, one of them is is is, is going to be a confession later, but but the first one is so they're here. They signed him because you you have to like you, you don't. He's one of those players like Biggio. You you can't let him go anywhere else. You just can't. Yeah. But he's going to be making ten million in 2028, 2029. Here's my problem with this, and I and I don't want to look. I, I don't want to like. But it's the same thing I was, as I was just going to say. I, like, so with Altuve right now, like there's there's clearly Dubon's a better fielder, right? Yes. Um, where's he going to fit in in like 2028 and 2029? Because because I'm anticipating that Jordan Alvarez is going to have to be a DH. Yeah. Like much much like you had the situation last year where you had Brantley, or, or even the year before where Brantley or Jordan had to be a DH. Like in 2028, 2029, what type of fielder is Jose Altuve going to be? And I, and I know I know I'm grasping for straws here, but what what how does that fit? You think he's going to be playing second base in 2028, 2029? That's kind of the same vein of what I was just going to say. You're keeping him because you have to, but you also, I'm afraid he might have to turn into a novelty, and oh. and, and, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Like he has to get three thousand hits in Houston. Yeah. If he gets three thousand hits, it has to be in Houston. So how do you get there when it comes to the field? Like you and I are on the same thing, but I think he's thirty three right now. Yeah. So how? Do, where do you put him? He's going to be thirty four in May. Mm-hmm. And by the time that contract's up, twenty eighteen, uh, twenty twenty eight, twenty twenty nine. I mean, he's going to be. He's going to be pushing. 40, like, like just to be clear, you have no choice. You have to do it. It's a Jose Altuve. But then there's like, all right, how do we make this work? Uh, how do we make it where he's not just a, a, a novelty like you, you're putting everywhere, maybe the occasional DH, just so he can get to 3,000? Because he he's got to play regularly to get to 3,000. Yes. He has to. Correct. How do you do that? How do you do that? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll be able to find out. I, I wonder what, what it's going to age like, what it's going to look like. But, I mean, I mean hell, he's going to be making $10 million at that point, so – Good on that. The good news is second base is one where you can play longer, yeah. shorter throw. For sure. I mean, he's not washed in the field or anything like yeah. that. It's just that yeah. there's, there's a clear upgrade when Dubon is out there. So we'll see. And then my second point is is not – I don't know if, I don't know if it's mean or, or uh, uh, maybe insensitive or whatever. Alex Bregman cannot like this. Why? Because he's got to get his, his. I mean, what's going to happen with him? I don't know. I feel like he might be the guy that leaves town. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, man, I was on those World Series teams, too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was there, dude. He knows how to play it, too. Man. Yeah, I was there. I was on the field. He's got a, he's got a <laughs> margarita at El Tiempo now. Saw that. He's got a wing sauce at Pluckers. Mm-hmm. He's got salsa slash barbecue sauce at HEB. Bregman mm-hmm. knows how to do it, man. Yeah. yeah. I heard that uh, Lance McCullers was kind of a flop at the sports awards. You did? Yeah. The afternoon show basically said it without okay. saying it. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't uh, quite up to up to the standard that Alex Bregman had set. I will say the he took it serious, mm-hmm. but like as far as the hosting, I heard it wasn't like. Well, it's not his gig. Yeah, it was all new to him, and yeah. it was probably scripted for him, so it's not necessarily altogether his fault. 
You, you can know. go up the dome a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you can go up the dome a little bit, but uh, uh, I'm just glad that, that the sports awards were, were pulled off. I, I was worried, to be honest, if we're being completely honest, because no Patty. No, no, yeah. no, no offense to, to Gotera uh, and everybody who's running it, but Patty was. <laughs> Patty was the queen, man. Yeah. She was She's still the queen. What do you she, mean was? Well, in, in terms of the sports awards. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. was it. C.J. Stroud, uh, he uh, is going to be playing in the NBA um, charity game. How about that? How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? I, I know you don't like it. My thing is, you know what? This is the world we live in now. This is the world where, where you have an A-list quarterback that everybody's going to want to be a piece, of, a part of. And he's going to have to be – he's going to be in a number of different yeah. things. He's going to be pulled in a bunch of different directions. I don't like it. I don't want him to get hurt. But that's what you got. That's, that's where you live now. That's where it is. Landry Larker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Coming up next, we're going to get the OG passing thoughts. They got bumped. But we're going to get to them, uh, and we're going to do so next live from Radio Row. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you from Las Vegas, here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, we'll get to OG passing thoughts uh, in a sec. Business picking up a little bit. Uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, he will arrive tomorrow. Going to win the Rookie of the Year. Spoiler alert. Just saw the competition. I was about to uh, I was about to pull a Tanya Harding uh, <laughs> and uh, go take out Puka Nakoa before the awards tomorrow. Uh Unfortunately, uh, he wasn't going in the restroom when I was. I was. I, I had my club with me and everything. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I was gonna take that. Seems like a nice guy, but oh, I was baseball gonna, bat. I was gonna have him scream and why me uh, on behalf of CJ. <laughs> I was gonna be the Jeff Belayley or whatever the hell the guy's name is. Yeah. Uh, for it. Hey, uh, by the way, power ranking uh, swag. Yeah. Cam is still number one. Yeah. But we have a number two. Yeah, Tommy DeVito's agent. He yeah. is here. He's got the hat on. He's got the drip. Look at this. Look at this guy. guy. He's got the hat on. He's got brown and black, which you're not supposed to do, but he does it. No, he pulls it. That's what I'm saying. He does I'm it. Gonna ask, I'm going to ask him, like, how do you pull that, bro? Look at that. Look, Look at, at his that. shoes. Are those alligator skin? Yeah. I mean. Look at on. this guy. You know you're a big agent when you're here and your client is not. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I wouldn't recognize the client, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. I thought, like, DeVito could have been our waiter yesterday at the time. <laughs> I wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> this guy walks in, though. That demands freaking respect. <laughs> that is so cool. Live out here at uh, Radio Row. By the way, we got the uh, official word. We talked to Cam Newton uh, earlier in the show. He's, he's, got, he's got a lot of people up in their yeah. up in arms uh, with his comments about Brock Purdy being a game manager. Um, I asked him if uh, CJ was a game manager or a game changer. Didn't uh, hesitate. Didn't, didn't really hesitate. Kept walking, stride. He says, uh, game changer. So, yeah. Houston, you have a game changer. According to Cam. Well, we knew that already. Yeah, we, we knew. knew that already. We knew. But, you know. So you, get, you get Cam's stamp of approval? He's very particular about the game changers. Game changers, game managers. Yeah, he's very particular. Uh, CJ Stroud. I, I was talking about this earlier today. I, I think the biggest influence for uh, – for D'Amico Ryans that doesn't get enough attention is the Chip Kelly influence in that he was with him for three years and he saw a coach getting an uncanny amount of praise early on and he ended up falling off a cliff yeah. the next couple of years. Now, did he eat the rat poison? Was it a natural fall off? I don't know. But I think sometimes like your worst experiences are just as valuable as like the Shanahan influence and all that we talk about. I, I think that is something that doesn't doesn't get enough attention. But it was both. 
like like he was the golden child for a while, and I think a really important thing for D'Amico that, that he probably got, and we, we'll have to ask him about this, uh, is he saw, like, there are different ways to cook the cake, you know. There are different ways to get it done, and he, and he saw that uh, Andy Reid can be different. Uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, you know, uh, obviously – uh, Chip Kelly can can do a different thing than he's used to. No, I I, I love that he he saw the entire arc of uh, of Chip Kelly's career, and he's still he's still using his own thing. So uh, uh, that that was important. I'm trying to get Tommy DeVito's agent on. I I, I mean I, that guy's got some freaking swag, dude. Are we going to introduce him as Tommy DeVito's agent? No, we'll introduce him. <laughs> just just ask him. Aaron, Aaron's going to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got to introduce him as. Uh, <laughs> Sean Stellato. Oh yeah, that's right. Sean Stellato. That's right. That's right. Sean Stellato. Mm-hmm. Stellato. 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 Got to say it right. Yeah. Because you you mispronounce an Italian name. They're not as nice as when I mispronounce something Hispanic. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Sean Stellato. Yeah, Sean Stellato. Yeah. I mean, he's on in El Paso. He's got he's got to come on in Houston, right? Oh, come on now. I mean, come on now. Yeah, she's uh she's asking. Or uh, Aaron's asking. Yeah. We'll see how that's going. Uh, <laughs> You got bumped for Nate Boyer, which which ended up being a good decision because uh, I don't know uh, what what's going to happen here. But we got Lopez passing thoughts at the noon at the noon slot. How about that? Oh yeah, now you're throwing me a bone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can fit these in. <laughs> Let's put them at the back of the ten twenty segment. The the John Lopez passing thoughts. All right, here on in the loop on Sports Radio six ten. My first passing thought is an important one. Okay, like dead serious. Okay, Seth. Pain. Yeah. Did laundry yesterday morning, yesterday yeah. midday. Yeah. Is he a hobo? Did did he come with just like a stick? That was and, two and, and, and a little kerchief at the end of it. It was two days in. He, he was. We were not even not even two full days in. Correct. He's doing laundry. Correct. Did he come with a little stick over his shoulder and jump on a train? I don't know. With with like a pair of uh, underwear and a t-shirt and a little handkerchief hanging off the stick. He told me that, and and you know, kudos because I I'm ultimately I'm I'm guessing I might have to do laundry, but I might not have to, dude. Not even two full days in, he's doing laundry. Yeah. What? what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, one thing that we learned yesterday after the show that Landry loves to garden while he walks. Loves to garden while he walks. Yes, I do. I, 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 you know, you know, tomatoes. Yeah. Avocados, basil. So we were waiting for our Uber. Yeah. It was a little longer than usual. I, th- I think he said seven minutes when I when I clicked the Uber. It ended up being probably closer to ten. Less than a minute, or about a minute after you left, the Uber got there, and it started raining, and I'm like, I don't think Landry cares. Uh, I think he's just going to do the long walk, maybe a little gardening on, on the way. Uh, etc. Did you get rained on? I didn't. It rained. No, no, it I was did. Hitting the car. See, so, so what I did is I went to Nacho Daddy. Yeah. And I got uh, a couple of margs and I got some uh, like just a little yeah. bite of nachos. Yeah. It rained on the way back, but for there that was probably about a mile, a five. Like I, we were driving. I, I didn't the, feel it. He had his windshield wipers on. Yeah, I, I didn't. Like, oh, okay. I, I kind of feel like they have their windshield wipers on when 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 they get hit with a sprinkler here. Well, it is Las Vegas. Yeah, they are very dramatic yeah. when it comes to the rain. That is something that I've learned very much. They're more dramatic with the rain, and I and rightfully so. Actually, I say dramatic. Yeah. Like that, this is not this this city can handle the biggest events in the world. They can't but handle not rain. rain. No, they cannot handle rain. Speaking of which, uh, our driver when we were leaving Radio Row 
was a Russian guy um, that said he had a, a civil engineering degree, but he's driving an Uber here. Yeah. He, he came over. You know, that happens. Yeah. Um, and he, we turned into where the fl- water was still kind of flooding in the garage. Yeah. And he's like, I could have had a better plan than this with his civil engineering yeah. degree. And yeah, I'm like, sure, man. no, I think he could have. I, I, I absolutely think he could have because they didn't. They don't know how to handle rain here, man. G- give me a Russian civil engineer any day of the week. Yeah, hey, <laughs> um, might be dangerous though. But yeah. yeah, I think I figured out Batista's Landry. Okay, I think I figured it out. So we went to this hole in the wall, Batista's. Uh, what was your check? It wasn't much at all. Thirty-five, like thirty-seven, thirty-seven. What'd you eat? Uh, I had the cannelloni, and it was outstanding. Cannelloni. With you the, had the garlic the bread. spinach, garlic, the garlic bread. bread. Wine. Bottomless wine. Bottomless wine. Dessert cappuccino. It was it was outstanding. Dessert. You were a little nervous about it, but trust me, it was outstanding. Yeah. But I figured out their business plan, and it's a brilliant business plan. Yeah. Like, they can, they can promote bottomless wine because they bring you stuff within milliseconds. We ordered our salad. Yeah. And... Less oh. than a minute later, all of us there. had salads. Good to go. When they said hello to us at the table, they put wine and water on the table. And then our food was, like, done like this. Yes. Like, their business plan is brilliant. Like, let's make these big offers, but people are not going to stay here very long. So they're not going to lose money on the alcohol. Yeah. Like, they, they get you in and out of there half an hour, if you Fact. want. Fact. I mean, that, that, that is, that's a brilliant business plan. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, they do their thing, man. And, and and you saw all the people that had been in that mug. Yeah. Oh, Ed Sullivan. Elvis. Elvis. More modern <laughs> celebrities. Your boy well. Bill Cosby. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Um, the <laughs> I saw the saddest thing, and it, I, I see this all the time, and it just makes – what's the saddest thing in casinos? Um – let me think about this because this is a good You're question. You're in a casino, not the hotel. Yeah. Not Las Vegas, in the casino. I, I think the saddest thing is the person who's like, you can tell they, they, they almost just can't walk away and they're getting their ass handed You're on the them. right track. Yeah. Slot machine people. It's sad sometimes, man. Man, my mom is a slot playing no, no. Pole and she but she has some fun. I, that's my point. Like, I'm, but some of them are just like going like this. My mom will like, even my look. mom will like do like a yes. superstitious thing, and yes. she'll be like, "You're good luck, or you're bad yes. luck." Go like she gets like, But some of these people are just like, burp, burp, yes. button push." They burp, just and they're, button push, burp, they're smoking button a cigarette, push. they're drinking a drink, they're leaning over, and they just go boom, 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 boom. I'm like, dude, are you having fun? Are are you are, are you having fun? Because uh, like that's the only reason I really started playing craps 30 years ago because that's the only game in, in the casino where everybody's pulling for each other yes everybody else you pulling, and i'm like i want to have fun so after my uh gambling uh expedition last night pretty giddy got myself a drink go to the elevators i saw exactly what you were talking about monday drunk dude Turns into the tattoo shop by the yep, elevator yep. to get a tattoo. Yeah, we have a tattoo shop if you're just tuning in right oh. by the elevator. And I don't think that should be allowed. I just like, what are you doing? Because you, you get home safe. You didn't make any bad decisions. And then it's just like right in front of you. It's like, oh, how can I make that lifetime bad decision? Yes. Right there. It's just right was, there for he you. He was clearly intoxicated. I, I made it a point. to t- he, he, w- he wasn't wearing shorts, but he was wearing a short sleeve shirt. I kind of made it a point to look. I didn't see any tattoos already on his arms. Yeah. So he walked in there drunk, 
by the elevators on the way to the room and got a freaking tattoo. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I mean, come on. You just got you just got to keep your head straight uh, when you when, when you walk by. That. Yeah. You just gotta... So here at Radio Row, there are other cities, future host cities. Yeah. Uh, of uh, the Super Bowl, and over your shoulder, you haven't seen this. I've seen it four hours a day, every day. Okay. They are playing on a loop, highlights of the Cowboys Broncos Super Bowl. Okay. I feel like. I know every play in that Super Bowl already. It's irritating. Why do you have to play? Because that was in New Orleans. Like, it's the most irritating thing. Like, every time I look up, I'm like, oh, look, there's Craig Morton. <laughs> oh, like, 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 oh, look, Dwayne Tom. I mean, uh, uh, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That guy. Uh, it's like they're playing the, that one. They had other Super Bowls. Maybe Actually, now they're playing. Might be playing another one. But uh, I'm just so, so tired of this. Um so, Lopez passing thoughts live from uh, Radio Row. I kind of like something Thanks that I didn't team. used to like. Um, Has to do with Uber. Talking? The driver that tells you his entire life story. Yeah, I enjoy it. I don't I mind enjoy it. it. No, I, I like it. I was in an Uber, and this guy was telling me that he's from Brooklyn. Oh, his wow. dad has cancer. Was he cussing? Uh, yes. Was, uh, he honking, <laughs> was he honking at people? Yes. How many honks were there on the, on the drive? <laughs> like, he has he doesn't really have a mom, but his aunt is like a mom. Jeez, he went deep. Like in the he States. was deep, deep. How long deep. was this ride? It's a mile. It's a mile ride. No, I know. But I was like, at the end of it, I'm like, I kind of feel like I got a new friend. Like I, I, I kind of feel like I got a new uh, uh, friend. And he was telling me, oh, his his kids and where the neighborhood is that he lives, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It was it was wild. Here's a passing thought, sports related, and I mentioned Look it in the last Stilato, dude. In, in the last here there he Tell is in, in, in the last legend. segment. Um, I'm really curious how Alex Bregman is viewing in his heart of hearts this this uh, uh, Jose Altuve contract extension. Okay, I mean he was there. <laughs> he, he was a hero. Uh, he won the same World Series. He did it all, and he's looking for a new contract. Yeah, and Altuve got the extension. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'm I'm just curious. I'm wondering what Altuve is going to look like when he uh, at the back end of that deal. When yeah, he's, when he's pushing forty, exactly. You can't put him at DH because you got to think Jordan by then. Uh, Jordan might not even be walking by then, for all we know. Yeah, I made the greatest trash can shot in the history of Radio Dude, that Row was this morning. Crazy, dude! I was sitting. 18 feet away from a trash can. Okay. I looked at Landry, wadded up a piece of paper in my bag from Dunkin' Donuts. I said, do you? No, you said that first can. I I said, yeah. I said, (laughs) do you want to see the greatest basketball shot in the history of Radio Row? He said, you got no chance, of course. I said, first can, because there were two cans next to each other. First can. I went like this. It was at least this far. I went like this. Yeah. Nothing but the bottom of the trash can. Yeah, it was impressive, man. Nothing but the, for that. like on call, no practice. That's the greatest shot. There's a lot of things on Radio Row. I made the greatest basketball trash can shot yeah. in the history. I'm not going to take that away of, from you, John. Radio Row. I'm not going to take that away from you. I agree. You did a hell of a job. Uh, one more passing thought There's here. There's a little dicky <laughs> right there. Uh, one more passing thought. Why hasn't Sean gone on a Las Vegas mad, uh, mob tour? I don't know. He does that everywhere. He does that everywhere, and he's been talking. About, he was talking about the mob last night at Batista's. I'm like, dude, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Why, why hasn't he gone on a mob tour? 
This is this is the home of it all, man. Figgy hates Lil Dicky. How come? I don't know. Do you are you a Lil Dicky fan, Figgy? Um, he okay. He I don't hate by. him. I don't hate he him, but I ain't by. praising him like he got. He's got him. bold swag. I'm Fig- not gonna, I'm not gonna say great swag. No, no, he's he's got bold swag. Fig- he's creative as hell. Uh, yeah. Fig- Figgy compares him to Macklemore. I kind of think that's a little bit of an RC. But, <laughs> you, know. uh, you heard their music. <laughs> It used to sound similar. <laughs> oh, wow. I thought I was exaggerating. I didn't know it was really like that. Okay. All right. And Eminem in the mix, too, or what? Wow. How about Vanilla Ice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all try to rap fast for some reason. Oh, I don't know why these gosh. white dudes be trying to rap fast. They be oh, trying to out-rap each other. Little Dicky, little Dicky can, though. Little Dicky can. It's kind of a race car there. Uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not really. Check them out. The only so, white so, person that don't rap fast is Paul Wall. But oh, black God. rappers don't? No. Only oh, a few. My. Dang. Okay. Last one. Okay. And we might get you him. Might on, fall, bro. And we might get. I'm dude, worried about you don't falling. Don't worry about bumps. me. Don't worry about me. I'm nimble. Okay. Um. One of the more impressive people on Radio Row is Sean Stellato. Look at the ring he's sporting. Look at the ring on his left hand. Dude, he's got swag, man. Look at that swag. ring. Yeah. Is that Tommy DeVito's agent, Sean Stellato? Yeah. Just a beast, man. It's crazy. He went like this in the camera. He did the. Italian thing. Hey. He's embracing it, bro. Yeah. Embrace that stereotype, man. Definitely got to ask him about Batista's if he comes. He's been. He ain't going to. He's going to be like, oh, my mom makes better gravy than that. Something like that. He calls it gravy. He, he call it gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually true. He ain't going to call it that. Yeah. No doubt. But 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 he, he's all in on it. Mm-hmm. He's making the rounds, too. And I haven't seen black and brown pulled <laughs> off like that. But it, but it makes sense. I'm starting to evaluate, like, dude. Do I need to start rocking? Uh, He's pulling it off. Black and brown. Yeah. Thinking about it. By the way, uh, we're live out here at uh, Radio Row. Business picking up a little bit. Um, so they uh, they walked by us, uh, 105.3, the the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, they walked by, and uh, Mike Bassick, shout out to Bassick. He had his Rangers championship shirt on, and he, like, pointed to it. And I'm like, dude, I, oh. I, 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 people were over that the day after, sir. Yeah. Congratulations. That's cute. I've seen at least Not, three or four Rangers World yeah. Series, World Series champions. Yeah, and, and it's like whatever. Cool. Hats, yeah, good for shirts. you. Yeah, nice. Good job, dude. You're just kind of like when they do that. Yeah, it's cool. Because Tim Collins was wearing the hat. Yeah, today. he's wearing awesome, the hat today. Man, that's great. He's from the, the the Dallas station. Yeah, that's good. And I'm like, good job. You're just making it even more obvious how jealous you were. Yeah. and are still. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, like, it. it yeah. It, Rangers for me, it's just like the Braves. You know, it's yeah. the Braves are the are the Nationals. Good job, y'all won. Yeah, congrats. congrats. <laughs> Nobody cared. Nobody. Yes. <laughs> Nobody cared, and the reason that anyone did care was because you were playing the most polarizing team in baseball. So, yeah, congrats on that, man. Enjoy mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Good for them, though. Not. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Chris Myers, not the uh, former Texan Chris Myers. Uh, Chris Myers, uh, who's called a couple of Texans games. Uh, we'll talk to him out here uh, in a few minutes. But coming up next, you know what time it is. It's time to confess. Lunchtime Confessions, live from Radio Row, coming up next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610, live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. These are my confessions. Lunchtime confessions. We confess our sins to you, the loophole. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during lunchtime confessions live 
from Radio Row. It is time to confess. Watch this. These are my confessions. All right, so this is uh, more than a little embarrassing. Okay. I Not this part. Uh, the first part is I'm one of the proudest moments of my life. So my daughter literally saved a woman's life this morning. Look at uh, that. Traumatic experience. She was coming to our house uh, to drop off her dog, their dog, and uh, she saw a, a tractor trailer at a construction site, a uh, tractor, uh, run over a woman who was jogging and her dog, like run over. Yeah. Uh, very, Both in very, very severe condition. Okay. Dog was taken. I'm not sure how that. So do we know that the life has been saved yet? We're working on it. Yeah. Uh, but, you, but, you might be jumping no, the gun no, there. No, this isn't funny now, man. This no, is, I'm not. No, I'm this saying. This is funny. Because it's, uh, it, 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 she, the, the, the dog was in severe, severe pain. Would not leave the woman's side. My daughter jumped out of her car. All the other cars stopping because they saw what happened. Uh, took off her sweater um, and helped the woman stop the ble- helped stop the bleeding uh, that the woman was bleeding profuse- profusely. God, uh, checked her uh, all her vitals. Uh, kept her from going into shock. Uh, then EMS got there and, and took it from there and took her to the hospital. Um, and so. What's embarrassing? The, the woman. I'm getting to that. <laughs> I'm trying. Where the, I'm, hell I'm is this, to where the hell is this going? And and I and Figgy, you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, because <laughs> she took the Figgy. Uh, so the, the woman was taken to the hospital. My daughter had blood all over everything in her sweater and all that, and and, and went through it and did just heroic work. Mm-hmm. And as I'm telling the story earlier, my daughter worked at MD Anderson Hospital. Mm-hmm. She doesn't work at MD Anderson Hospital anymore. Yeah. She works at Texas Children's Hospital. Oh, so you, you gave MD Anderson credit. I gave MD Anderson. She used to work at MD oh, Anderson wow. Hospital. Look at you. You need, to start respecting <laughs> your, you need to start respecting the heroes I was, a little bit I, I was, more, I was, I was caught up in the moment, man. Yeah. I, I was, because <laughs> she worked at MD Anderson for uh, several years. She's been uh, at Texas Children's for a, a few years now. Uh, but I just want to make it straight because uh, Texas Children's Hospital you got a great one, and her name is uh, Leah, and she's my daughter, and I could not be more proud. I'm looking forward. I will give updates. Yeah. I don't know about the dog. It didn't look good, uh, and the woman was severely hurt. Uh, it's on KPRC at least one. It's probably on other stations, too, but that's the one I saw. But uh, that's that's pretty dang incredible, man. She did some incredible work. She got shook up, but not until after she had helped this woman. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Watch this. All right, so um, I, I think I'm about to pull a Paul Brown, uh, oh, Mark God. Vandermeer, Paul Brown. Oh, God. But I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it based on something I saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Marshall Falk gets the credit he deserves for what the Rams did. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> Paul Kurt Brown, has sometimes all these, he doesn't get the credit, it seems. Kurt <laughs> Warner has all these movies and stuff. And I know Marshall Fox a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. But, <laughs> but like when he, without him, Kurt Warner does not happen. I don't know about that. I, I mean, he was catching the ball. He was running the ball. Like, I mean, Kurt Warner didn't just do it that one time with him. But the Super Bowl is what put Kurt Warner up, uh, elevated him. I, I just don't. I, I don't feel like Marshall Falk gets the credit he deserves. I'm, feel, I'm feeling a little Paul Brown here, Figgy. How about Paul you? Paul Brown. Sometimes yeah. he doesn't get the credit. <laughs> yeah, Marshall Falk gets a lot of credit, too, man. I, he well, gets a lot he of love. Lot of My point is I think C.J. Stroud needs a Marshall Falk like Kurt Warner had. That, now, that I agree we with. We need to get this running back thing going. I'm now, pushing that agenda forever. Now, that I absolutely agree with. Watch this. 
Um, so I was doing the podcast yesterday, the Bite Me podcast. It's you. And, uh, and it's posted right now if you want to go check it out. If you're Baker into that, Mayfield that walking stuff. by right now. Uh, how about Baker? Man, and, he is short. And I was, oh, yeah, he sure is. <laughs> uh, and I was telling the boys about how I'm going fishing today. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I got my stuff with me. I'm going to get my red car, go to Lake Mead, and go fishing. And I got to confess, I thought they would be all about it. They're like, oh, cool, because you know, all, we all like to fish every chance we get. All three of those dudes, like, said, what are you doing, dude? You're in Las Vegas. I was like, I've been to Las Vegas 50 times. I've never fished here. I want to go to Lake Mead. So even the the fishing captains on the Bite Me podcast were like, why are you going fishing when, you, when you're in Las Vegas? So it was a little bit embarrassing, a little bit uh, kind of like right in your vein. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Landry Locker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you. Lunchtime Confessions live from Radio Row. Watch this. These are my confessions. All right, so I got to confess, John, I was pretty impressed with your uh, with your gambling yesterday. I thought you did a pretty uh, dude, pretty good job. It was. I was almost ready to go to bed. That's a confession right there. Like when I got back after I was down two hundred and thirty dollars, I'm like, you know, kind of tired. I might. I might just go on up, and I'll, I'll use that extra $270 tomorrow. Well, no, but wait. I'm going fishing, so I wouldn't use it really too much till Thursday. It was, uh, it was a top-10 run, man. It was, it was a top-10 run. Uh, dropped $270. For those who weren't listening, dropped $270 on the table. I was already down 230 I go 500 a day, and if it's gone, it's gone. I walked away with $1,145. That's a, that's a hell of a run right there. It was a hell of a run. That's definitely a very good run. Yeah. Watch this. I googled squabble. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. Uh, I, I'm not proud of this. <laughs> like, like I, I, I was calling CJ's thing his celebration, and like I thought he came up with it. Yeah. You talk about an old guy moment. I didn't know what the squabble was. Okay. I saw him doing it. I didn't. The, re- I'm not really. Did hip you to not? It I'm not that hip to it now. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was like something they come up. You know, like they come up with celebrations and such. Uh, Etc. Et uh, I absolutely just uh, Googled it. Oh, it looks like we're going to be joined by the man, dude. All right, here we go. I'm excited for this one. We need, we need. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is what's up right here. You got the books, too? Yeah, we'll get okay. uh, all the details on that uh, right. for sure. The legend, man. The in- He had the internet going nuts uh, more than most. Uh, yeah. Sean Stellato, uh, Tommy DeVito's agent, going to gonna join us in a second. Uh, I know he's got some books. Uh, we'll be sure to plug it, but this is... This, this is what you come to Radio Row for. I'm yeah. ready for this one. The yeah. style. Hey, my guy. The Coming through. The, the single. Man, the s- everybody wants a picture with him. Now, before I, I got a little research here, that was the game we wanted to be moved, right? The Giants Monday night? We wanted. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we wanted, right? I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to move. I wanted to just make sure. Look at this legend. Little re- re- we got, research we have research on the fly. We got to have the camera ready for this part. Research on the fly. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Look at this freaking guy. <laughs> Beast, man. No backing down. He's got books. Yeah. Man, what a freaking star. Look yeah. Making the rounds. Thank you, fellas. Let's go, Sean. We're over That's here, man. Classy, man. <laughs> We're over here, brother. Let's <laughs> take some real quick. <laughs> rounds, um, yeah, can, can you imagine if the if that game did get flexed and it was the Texans? And the, Couldn't and the, imagine. And here the comes, Giants and the Giants were just like on a regular noon game or something. Yes, sir. Yeah, joining us uh, live at uh, Radio Row, one of the uh, 
one of the biggest stars around here, if you ask me. Uh, Sean Stellato joining us uh, right now. Uh, are people calling you Tommy DeVito's agent? Is that is that people coming up? Hey, you're the agent guy, not not Sean. At, you know what? It's funny. I'm at the NFC Championship. Ifatu Melifano out with the Lions. Yeah. People are running up to me. They're like, "That's Tommy DeVito." No, I said, "No, I'm Ifatu Melifano's agent." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I yes, I get that a lot, and, yeah. I, and I don't mind it at all. Yeah. He's pa- Tommy's paisan, so yeah. Anytime I hear the name, it's uh, it's good. It, for our heritage. And, and I noticed you got some books in front of you. Yes. Um, t- tell us about the books that you're pushing. Yeah, so my daughter has juvenile arthritis, um, my Gianna, and when she got sick, um, she, she, I, we were in and out of Boston Children's Hospital, and she said, I said, Gianna, how can we start a movement? She said, Daddy, let's write a children's book together. There we go. We okay. took her passion for ballet, mine for football. We mm-hmm. threw it in a dish. We made a great sauce. And um, <laughs> it's a series. Gravy. Gravy. We, we, I, uh, I go sauce. You oh, said okay. sauce? Okay. Yeah. We I were said, just talking about we, that. We were like, is, is, is gravy the, 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 the more Italian term or is it sauce? I, you know what? Uh, I guess it's all family preference. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some, you know, you call it gravy, you, you know, your grandfather might have slapped you in the head. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the, uh, the no backing down is kind of like a Friday Night Lights meets Remember the Titans. Okay. Uh, the writer of uh, Age of Adeline, mm-hmm. um, uh, the writer of Rudy and Hoosiers wrote the first draft. Um, uh, Bill Belichick endorsed to Doug Flutie. It's kind of like a, it's a very underdog human triumph story. Okay. And uh, I'm excited about this. It's been out a while. Uh, anybody that likes to read, anybody that has dreams, it's a, it's a phenomenal feel-good story. And then my Sophia Bella, who's a level 10 gymnast, she has celiac oh, wow. disease. Oh, my. And we wrote a picture book to spearhead and use it as a tutorial. Buddy for in the Magic Ball. A Salem Witch's Tale. Okay. And our illustrator's from uh, Italy. And um, it's a beautiful tale. Sean Payton endorsed it. Um, uh, who uh, You know, we got Adam Schefter. Okay. A handful of others. And, um, yeah, it's, it's got a puppy, a magical ball. It's just a, be- <laughs> it's a beautiful narrative. And I had lines. My nickname was Buddy as a kid. And I, okay. So uh, the real uh, Buddy, as you can see in the back, is, uh, well, nope, it's right here. You'll get a kick out of this. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how many people come on your guys' show. No, that's fine. Right. No, we're, no, we went, man, wearing here. a fedora and trying to hold it. Bro, with, with one yeah, you can, pull you, those. you can pull the black and brown. Maybe we can how, help come, how come you can make the black and brown look good, but I watched but Casino I back in the day, yeah, man. See, yeah, see, you're, you're know, pulling it off. Yeah, we got one more. Ah, nope, I'm sorry, the other way. <laughs> we got a U-hold. This is called team effort right here. <laughs> All right, this is the official. Wait, we got one more page. This is Damn, this dry. I got dry fingers, man. I need some moisturizer. Oh, good. Uh, right here. Yeah, this is the official buddy right there. Oh, look at that. That was me back in the day. <laughs> so oh, wow. I was kind of like. You could play a little ball, though. Yeah. you know. Where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Salem, Mass. Uh, o- 01970, the witches. Okay. Uh, right. I was the baby of th- uh, two older brothers that used to beat the shit out of me. But, um, yeah, sports were, you know, my, my dad, I watched Doug Flutie do the, do the absolute amazing when I was uh, yeah. six years old. And I saw it with my dad in the, in the bar at a, a very, uh, you know, prestigious uh, yeah. Chinese restaurant. And I said, Daddy, I want to be a football player. And he gave me a football the next day, and he said, this ball is going to be 
this ball right here is going to be your compass. Yeah. Okay. And um, you, it's you've taken me. And it has been. You've it been, has. And you've it, been hustling, man. We, we've noticed. I mean, you were you had to have been a top five viral sensation uh, this week. And it seems like y'all kind of leaned into the uh, the Italian. Yeah, the hand gesture yeah. is. Um, <laughs> now, now, can I get away with that, or am I kind of invading? Like, if, if, uh, if, you do. You I, might be called a Mama Luke, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, all good, man. Hey, look no, at, I won't people, do it. Hey, I won't do no, it. you can you can you, no, you, no, you know no. you can do it. It's not like you're doing something where uh, yeah. You know, yeah, it really you're, is. Yeah, you're yeah. feeling uh, you're uh, you know disrespecting it or something. No, exactly. no, embrace like it. If you did it and then spit on your hand, then yeah. you might. Uh oh, yeah. don't do that. I know a guy that might want to measure the feet for some cement shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey. What's your go-to at an Italian spot? We you ate know Italian what? yesterday. Yeah. Where, what are you going with? So I'm going with. It's got you know my daughter. We went gluten free as a family when she oh, came down wow. with it. So, that but they really to be Italian and gluten free. No, I'll tell you, there's some places that got good Italian. You can go with gluten free. My buddy Chrissy Salvo got Panini's Pizza up in Boston. Yeah, phenomenal gluten free pizza. Okay, can't tell the difference. The, the key is the sauce. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I like a good linguine. I love chicken. Uh, you know, chicken cutlets. Yeah. I love lasagna. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So it, my my mother-in-law makes an unbelievable gluten-free lasagna. You okay. can't tell the difference. That's oh, awesome. And my wife is an unbelievable cook. My mother's a good cook. I've been my late grandmother. I can still visualize after scoring touchdowns and pop on a football, walking in back table, mm-hmm. slicing the linguine. Oh baby. Thin and and just baby. The 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 the, pe- the you know the peppers mm-hmm. and the potatoes, olive oil on the stove. How I long just, does she cook her sauce? Oh, man, I, it seemed like an eternity, but she had it down with the stopwatch, so I guess that's in the vault. Yeah. yeah that's like the cola, Coca-Cola recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because we all know what you were before, and then it exploded, right? That was the game that we thought, we're from Houston. Yeah. We thought, and other people thought, the Texans game might be flexed, Texans Jets might be flexed to that game. Yeah. It ended up not being flexed. Like how 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 weird things could have been different. I know. Like if the if the if the Giants were just playing a, another there's, noon game. There's so many stars had to align, and it's funny. I had a real very anxiety week the week before, mm-hmm. and I ended up the Monday because my Hall of Fame induction was Friday. Yeah. And I ended up going to my grandmother's grave, mm-hmm. um, and I rehearsed my Hall of Fame speech. Oh wow! And I had a really deep cleansing moment. Oh wow! And I just said i said our can you continue to be my guardian angel and continue to mm-hmm. place angelitic brothers and sisters in my life and said a prayer left went down to manhattan we collaborate with mm-hmm. jacobs and co had to take care of something yeah. walked into the stadium and it was voila yeah, yeah. it's uh, but that's life yeah you know right place right time wrong place wrong time i mean i was in high school i got robbed after the prom gunned in my head um, oh, my. I mean, talking about could have been the wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. So that, that being said, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm extra focused. You know, mm-hmm. I'm only as good as my clients. And, I'm, you know, any little segue with that for them? Uh, just a hunch. I think you got a few more clients than you did before. You know what? Uh, I've got, I got blue. I got guys that God wants me to rep because they're guys like me. Brady, okay. Yeah. Underdog. Nice. Good football players. Yeah. You know, the big dudes. I don't know. They eat that. They 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 just they that, eat the cheese. The rat boys. Yeah, you know yeah. It, it is. So I can't control that. Yeah. Uh, you know it's yeah. coming in second to some of the big dogs. You hey. know I wish them good luck, but I know where we're going, the direction mm-hmm. and the opportunities. I know when they sign with me, what they're going to get. Yeah. yeah. And and I'll challenge anybody to have that type of well, tenacity yeah, and energy. Yeah. So and look at that. Look at that drip. How long does it take you to pack, man? You know what everybody says, man. My wife was yelling at me before we left. 
and because she usually helps me pack. Yeah. Because I can't, I, you know, I roll balls and, I mean, but uh, like De Niro, De Niro never in movie a lot of movie he never drove with pants on. A lot of really true, a lot of true <laughs> Italians they don't drive with pants on and shorts, <laughs> you know, and then they get out. I, it always baffles me when I see people driving with a suit jacket on. I'm like, dude, you're gonna look like a rolled up wrinkled slob <laughs> so you, you know that's one of my pet peeves i never roll in, in, in a car unless it's like right up the street with the suits on okay yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna take but notes. you gotta pack the hat now every time because that's almost you know brand, i'm like right? i feel like the dr zeus they gotta do another book the, the, yeah. the agent but that you wears, gotta have the, hat. the agent that wears six hats you, you gotta wear it yeah no doubt. Yeah. yeah no this is um you know bellissimo's you know spot on uh, gorian brothers a couple of these companies dapper fam they're They've, they've reached out, and uh, I, look at I love Sinatra. I like Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, you know, my wife thinks my first life was in the 1920s. Rest in peace, Apollo, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? I'm playing in a celebrity flag football game tomorrow Uh-oh. night. Be yeah. careful, man. A company sent me last Monday mm-hmm. the Rocky Four shots. Oh, wow. He passed five days later. Uh-oh. That's oh, kind wow. of the reverse of the vibe oh, we got wow. with the, before the yeah. before the Monday night. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. So I'm, I think I'm going to throw an audible on that. You need, yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably yep. would. We appreciate you, yeah, man. Very no, much. Yeah. Tell the people about the books again. Yeah. So uh, books, um, no backing down. You can get it at seanstilato.com or mm-hmm. Amazon. Um, if you know, you obviously it's a great read, great Christmas gift. Uh, the kids book series. There's two books in the series: football magic. Um, Bill Belichick endorsed the series. Same thing. This is more early elementary chapter book. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, the kids' book, pre-K, kindergarten first. Unless you like myself, you still love reading yeah, yeah. the kids' books. Um, same thing. Great there gift. Great positive message, but I highly recommend them. You won't be disappointed. And um, they say a picture tells a thousand words. There's some beautiful illustrations in here. I'm All looking right. forward All right, to it. All right, boys. Thank you so much, man. It's a great Our one. Uh, coming Our up pleasure. next, more from uh, Radio Row. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, Landry Locker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio 610. Uh, Sean Stellato, man, little, that, that guy can talk, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he can. Yeah, he can talk. He's got some swag, <laughs> Yes, dude. he can. He's got some swag. The agent he talks of, uh, in all kinds of different ways. Tommy DeVito. I think, Figgy, you got the, you used the dump button a couple times today? Nope, I let it ride. Oh, yeah. God. All right. No, I got it. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, nice. Uh, Max Crosby walking by right now. Collierville Middle School. Oh, oh it's, it's, this feels like a Thursday crowd in terms of uh, the, the listers Oh, it's here. not Thursday? Uh, <laughs> no, but, we, you know, how we talk Monday guy, Tuesday guy, et cetera. This kind of feels like it, it, imagine what tomorrow and Friday is going to look like. Yeah. Like, we got some heavy hitters walking around here, man. Yeah, some big time right there. We got uh, some coming through. I think Chris hit- Myers is going to join us uh, shortly. Not sure what he's up to. Yeah. Uh, not the former Texan, the, uh, the broadcaster. He's talked about that. He's been, uh, like, at hotels and stuff. He's been confused. Really? <laughs> yes. I thought he's the bigger name. He is now. Yeah, yeah, I think more people know who he, that Chris Myers is. And vice versa. I'm Myers. sure our Chris Myers is, uh, has been confused as well. Oh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, we got confirmation today uh, that uh, C.J. Stroud is not a game manager, at least according to the face of uh, game manager game manager labeling, <laughs> uh, Cam Newton. Uh, he confirmed that he is not a game manager, so uh, we got that going for us. Uh, <laughs> and it's pretty well. obvious that he's not. Yeah, for yeah. sure. If I, Cam I, says it, he's yeah. not. There's a, lot, there's a lot of space out here. I, I almost uh, I, I almost hate Puka. Nakua? And, and, and I shouldn't. He should be likable. Uh, it's just it's kind of in C.J.'s way right now. 
He's not, though. I know, but, yeah. you know, that's that was kind of the, the talk. Could he be offensive rookie of the year? And I kind of feel bad for him in the sense of, like, any other year, he would have been, like, a runaway winner. Like, any other year. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been the absolute 100% runaway winner of rookie of the year. Now he's not. Except this year. Yeah, and now he's not. <clears throat> uh, CJ had the uh, internet going nuts. Uh, the, I know that the uh, Sean and Seth were all over the mm-hmm. the pivot interview that he did. Oh, yeah. Which was good. Uh, is is the underdog story with CJ? Is it, is it? Do you think it's really a thing? Like I don't. I don't look at CJ as an underdog. I don't think he it was is the number two pick. But I think he. I think he's always going to remember like what it felt like to be doubted. You know the the, the whole S two score thing. Uh, some of the you know et cetera. He's not an under, underdog now, but you know how these guys are. They're just going to motivate themselves one way or another. And he, he's going to do that. Channing Crowder, like, uh, you could tell he's getting kind of irked with uh, Channing and Fred. But, like, one time Channing Crowder's, like, I, I, I don't think he was, like, gathering it as well as he should. But he was, like, uh, he was, like, yeah, uh, you we, we, we talked to you before uh, when you were in college and you had it all going on and stuff like that. And you seemed confident and stuff. And then he get and. And then he goes, what changed this what year? Changed? Yeah, what changed this year for you to have the success? And CJ was like, I don't know that anything changed. <laughs> I did nothing. You just, you you just, just said, said how it. awesome yeah, I was. Yeah, you just said what and I then, am. And, then, and now you're saying what changed. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I didn't know what was going on there what, with Channing. What in the world? That, that's like, yeah, you were really great. You had it all going on. So, <laughs> sorry, dude. So yeah, yeah. like a sorry. Yeah. He basically he basically like told him like the opposite of what he yeah. was trying to say. Yeah. Exactly. And I was just like, man, what the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? Mm-mm-mm. What is going on? Are we getting Chris Myers or not? I don't, I don't know. We I he mean, just like, walked by and uh, and Parker said, Hey Chris, you're right here. He goes, Okay. Kept walking. Yeah. Right, he'll, he'll come back. He'll come. I mean, will he do <laughs> You better he hurry does. up because we're going to break. Yeah, All right. well, he does. He doesn't. Hey, the show don't stop for nobody. Should we bump around the NFL for uh, Chris Myers' fig? Is that a uh, no? We need to be on standby there. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. This isn't <laughs> this isn't up close in the nineties. He <laughs> <laughs> got the OJ interview. Yeah, he was the first to interview OJ after the trial. Yeah, that was a long time That's ago. That's in man. your wheelhouse. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, be, be serious though. If OJ Simpson was walking by right here and and his uh, handler came up and said, "Hey," Uh, can we hop on? Would you say yes or no? Uh, we're booked, man. Sorry. Really? Yeah. I don't care about OJ. Really? Yeah. Figgy, would that be a good decision? <laughs> I don't care about OJ. Figgy, would that be a good decision by Lopez? Uh, I don't. You got to say th- yes. I think you got to nah. roll with it, man. You got to nah. say yes. Nah. You have to. No. You you would say no if, if, if OJ just came and said, hey, I, I want to talk some ball. And he just said he wants to talk, go around the NFL with us. Nah. OJ walks by. I'm serious. You know I'm serious. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Chris Myers booked. He's, he's gone. No no go. No go on Chris Myers. Okay, that's cool. Darn. Darn. I like DeVito's agent better. <laughs> By the way, though, Low T Center is still a great place to go. That's, well, oh. that's who Chris Myers was going to be. Yeah. John Lopez is the face. Uh, we, we just uh, got confirmation that John Lopez was the first sponsor of the How Low about T that? Center. The first ambassador ever of the Low T Center yeah. was this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's this badass. Guy. This yeah. guy he right here. the first, man. Now they got See, it. And, and that's straight from the source. This isn't Lopez, this isn't Lopez saying it. Uh, this yeah. is Lopez confirming. Holly. I, I, I Holly witnessed been doing it. it forever. Yeah, I witnessed it. I was her first. Yeah. He was her first, and he wants to get dirty about it. But yeah, <laughs> we, uh, I was trying to give you some props. And you just, 
Prop yourself down to be on a slide. Lopez, no. he's a lightweight kind of creepy let's guy. Let's listen how you started the day real quick. Figgy, let's, let's hear how John Lopez started his day today. Uh, here is John Lopez. Uh, I, I, I've been doing this for 35 years, and then you do this. <laughs> oh, just man. now remembering that. I, I completely forgot. I almost got my ass kicked because <laughs> I was talking to Lopez. Because I was hot, oh, and, and it started out, everybody was giddy. Yeah. And then when I started hitting numbers, I kind of got quiet because they're like, oh, shit. Shoot, oh, this guy's this guy. Dump, 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 Ben. This guy is, is hot. That's yesterday's news. Sean Stellato did it like twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, 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 and quite frankly, when he came up here, I, I, was, I was thinking over under six. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, this is, this is going to be nice. But it's, but it's like an innocent. Like, I almost feel like, I almost feel like it's inti- endearing. I feel like the FCC should care about intent. It's, it's Italian. Like New he York. Should, he should care about intent. Neighborhood. Culture. It's his yes, culture. He, yes, can't, help where, he yes. can't help his upbringing. Okay? Get out of here. He said he used to get the bleep beat out of him. Yes, okay? Yeah. All right. He, he, didn't, he didn't decide that. Yeah. All right, we'll, we're going to go to break. We're going to go around the NFL. There's a lot going on. I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, the Kansas City Chiefs and New England Patriots, they've been great. I know that's like Paul Brown doesn't get enough credit type of stuff, <laughs> but they've been great. But they were also lucky. Could that form of luck be heading in the direction of the Texans? We'll talk about it next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Uh, big game coverage, by the way, brought to you by Solo Stove. You remember when Snoop Dogg said he was going to quit smoking? He yeah. was talking about that. You don't need smoke uh, with that stove. Go to uh, Solo Stove. Check it out. It's, it's, it's a big thing right now. It's taking over taking over the game so check that out that's what our uh, big game coverage is brought to you by speaking of the big game mm-hmm. they say and 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 they do say i don't know who they is but they say that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good yes but we both agree both is the best thing you want to you, and, and if you're going to get to this point not just one time but if you're going to get there time after time you're going to need a little bit of luck along the way along with being good I think the Chiefs and Patriots are two prime examples of that because the AFC East was trash when when the Patriots were doing their thing. It was awful. They, occasionally, you'd have a team go up. Trash. I mean, like the garbage, worst. Garbage. Yeah. Absolute garbage. And the AFC West, we thought it was going to be awesome, but it's been trash lately, too. Yeah. I mean, they, they fired coaches. Like, ever since Andy Reid's there, I think each team has fired coaches multiple times. Could we be heading towards a scenario where the Houston Texans are in a trash division? Do you think it's possible that this AFC South with Anthony Richardson, we don't know what the hell he's going to be. Trevor Lawrence, I I kind of compared the Jags to the Chargers, the Brandon Staley Chargers. uh, and They actually met in the playoffs where one year they're going to be good, then they're going to disappoint like back and forth. I I don't see a lot of staying power with what they're doing. And the Tennessee Titans, what the hell are y'all doing? I, I don't even, I can't even keep up. Y'all got Will Levis. Do you think we could get like we talk about this tough schedule? But do you think we could get to a point where the AFC South is just kind of trash? And, and you, I thought you hit it on the head because um, it, you have to be really good first, and then you get lucky. And sometimes those things are kind of separate. The Astros in the West, yeah. Sometimes they're separate, 
But sometimes you're the reason the division becomes trash. And, and let me explain that. Like, when the Texans were, were pretty good, I'm not talking about the 11 and 12 years and all that, but when they were pretty good and thinking they could get there, all they were obsessed with Peyton Manning. is trying to find a way to beat Peyton Manning. That was it. you got to find a way to beat Peyton Manning. The AFC East, they, they were, it ended up being just, by and large, a, a really, really bad division. Yeah. But why were they churning the wheels so much? Why were they turning over the roster so much? Because Tom Brady and Bill Belichick were there. So it's, it's like, man, they're so fortunate that the division's bad. You know what made the division bad? That guy. And so, and, and, and whether it was here or whether it was in the AFC East, we see it all over the place. You, met, you just mentioned the AFC West. Why are they like, we got to figure this out. We've got to, 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 to turn over, get new, find the coach that can work, you know, find the players that can work. Why? Because they got to beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So it, the, the Texans are like, not, they're in like incredibly uh, like un, unseen you know, company right now. They have a guy that other teams are going to be obsessed with trying to beat. And, yes. and, 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 that, and that makes the division bad. Yes, and, and I also think the uh, uh, other thing that makes the division bad, Landry Larker, John Lopez, live from Radio Row out here on Sports Radio 610 in Las Vegas. Uh, the other thing I think that, that makes it bad is quarterback. I do not have, like, Trevor Lawrence is what he is. He's not bad. Um, he's not consistent. He's not great. And quite frankly, I, I think there could be a coaching change on the horizon for him, depending on what goes down. Will, come on, Will, what do you think Will Levis is doing five years from now? He's backing up somebody. Probably. I mean, and then Anthony Richardson can't stay healthy, and we don't know what it's going to look like when he plays 100% of the time. So just like. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would Mike Rabel have been fired if C.J. Stroud wasn't a quarterback in the AFC South? What, what if the Titans had gotten him? Like, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. That whole thing's weird to me. I can't try to figure out what Amy, this stanky one, Amy Adams, stanky. But they're is obsessed doing. now, see? Yeah, and that that woman in that woman uh, in particular is uh, is obsessed with uh, with Houston and the Texans and and trying to beat them. Trevor Lawrence would have won the division. Yeah, if if CJ Stroud wasn't here, and then maybe more people, more and more people after he got a playoff, you know, got into the playoffs and everything, would be saying, you know, that Trevor Lawrence, he might still be onto something. But now they're not. You know why? Because CJ Stroud. Yeah, like it's 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 luck. Don't get me wrong, it's luck, but it's luck because. You've got a dude that is making it hard on everybody else. Yes, very much so. Uh, Jameis Winston, he was on Pardon My Take finally. They've been trying to get him forever. They asked him some good questions. Well, <laughs> they asked him the right questions. Yeah, they asked him some good the questions. W, the W, the Jameis Winston. That's what I was talking about. This is Jameis Winston giving some insights into what happened. And, and, and the funniest part of this video, have you seen this yet, Fig? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh God, this is so funny. The funniest thing in the in the W video is Deshaun Jackson looking at him. They zoom in on his face. He's looking at him like, "What is this weirdo doing?" <laughs> Here's Jameis Winston telling the W tale. Can we talk about eating a dub? Yes, let's talk about it. Oh, he brought he got one up there. That looks good. That looks like a good dub. Want to eat it? Put it in the oven a little bit more. <laughs> How long have you been eating dubs? I've been eating W's. Uh, you know, since the beginning. Uh, it, it started a long, long time ago, and that's because my last name is W. And the, the first four letters of my last name spells out wins. Yep. One fact check me is probably right on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I'll be but damned. I, but I've been. Yeah. I, it, it all stemmed from uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, motivational speeches, and it all surrounds about you know a bowl of 
Um, do y'all remember the soup? The alphabet soup? Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Of so course. I always just talk about like, hey, we scraping the bowl today. We scraping, we eating up, we eating up everything, right? And we only looking for dubs <laughs> in the alphabet soup. <laughs> There's a lot of different options out there, but we looking for W's. We eating all the W's <laughs> in the alphabet soup. But this one game, like ironically, you know, the, the true thing happened in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm talking, you know, and, and I'm inspiring the guys, like, hey, like, what we eating today? Like, I already had the alphabet soup conversation early in the year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put in their head. And, yeah, yeah, and we ate the W. I was like, what are we eating? I'm like, we're eating W's. Like, what this is? You know what I'm saying? It's a mm -hmm. W. We eating that W. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I took the W out the soup. I already had the W ready and prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I think it went, it went left when I started actually eating the W. <laughs> yes, I agree. And when I ate the real W, uh -huh. and then proceeded to dap up Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the worst person to dap up. <laughs> because Deshaun from Cali, he already Hall of Famer. First, he don't got no time for no eat the Ws. He just, he looking like, give me some touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> give me the ball, James. Like, hey, worry about no eat the W. And when I tried to dap him up, in the eye contact we made, <laughs> Doing that, I think it was a powerful speech. It really it was. was. Yeah. I, mean, I was banged up. You know, I had a grade three AC sprain. You know, I'm, I'm going in. I'm fighting. I'm fighting that. Like, and, and and we've been losing. I'm just. I'm. How are we gonna wheel this team to get a win in the Superdome? My my first my first NFL win was against Drew Brees and beating the Saints in the Superdome. So I'm just like, I got good vibes here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we didn't win that game, but <laughs> I felt it was powerful. Good gravy, dude. <laughs> he went into far too much detail. No, nah, I think that was perfect. Like detail. far too much yeah, detail. That's, that's your opinion, bro. <laughs> yeah, I it's it was, like uh, my opinion, I bro. That was great ass detail. Uh, yeah, no, it was too much. But uh, but it's hilarious. Are y'all familiar with alphabet soup? No, tell <laughs> us about remember. it. Is that still a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still it out is. There. Yeah, your daughter's gonna eat the heck out of it. Well, I mean, it's just like spaghettios and yeah. Well, it's more soup, stuff, like yeah. a chicken soup with alphabet. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you just your kids. Your kids gonna eat a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever really got into the alphabet soup that much. Who knows? Okay. Um, so Jameis Winston's a free agent. This was him talking about uh, the cities and ranking the cities. This guy, this guy's just like so deep. Or not? Go ahead. We James. play this game with everybody that comes on the show. I've got four cities, just random cities, and you tell me which one you like the best. Which one you could maybe see yourself living in? Seattle, Atlanta, Washington D.C and Foxborough, Massachusetts. <laughs> Just four random, random cities. Random cities. Totally random. Which one of those cities? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, they sound random. <laughs> yeah, they're very random. Oh, in Denver. In Denver. In Denver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that one. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, random. You know, anyone that accepts me. Yeah. Uh -huh. you know, but I would just say this. Atlanta, I grew up an hour and a half from Atlanta. Like, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. You know, I think that would be, that would be a beautiful time for just my family but that would be beautiful but i feel like i'm the i'm the attraction i'm the i'm the thing like i'm the city that is going to bring joy love trust peace integrity to any location that i'm at because i'm a man of increase yes right like so, so i am the city yeah so that's powerful yeah it, it really is it yeah. really is so wherever it may be uh that city is going to be getting someone uh that is ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a kingdom man that is prepared to to grow everyone around them. I want to sign you right now. Yeah. That's inspiring. <laughs> I, I, mean, I am inspired. Yeah. Golly. Are you inspired? 
Actually, that wasn't as bad. I, I got what he was saying. You didn't like the W tail? Huh? No, I liked the W tail, but he, but he went on. It, it was like. But that's Jameis. He's got to go in depth. Less on is it. more. No, not in that. More Jameis is more. <laughs> Less is more with some. He's, he's just a, a likable guy. Goofy, likable guy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Um, Greg Roman, he uh, as we go around the NFL, uh, Greg Roman agrees to a uh, to a deal uh, to become the Chargers' offensive coordinator. Okay, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, basically, the the way they were talking about him last year, mm-hmm. uh, you would have think he was like the worst thing to happen to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, no, I actually I don't think there's anything. I mean, wrong he won with that an MVP. Yeah. I mean, he he was the OC when they had Alex Smith and Kaepernick. So yeah. naturally, uh, Greg Roman, he's got him a gig. And you can see how it's going to work there uh, with uh, running the ball, tight ends, old school Greg Roman offense. It's going to work. You're, that's one of your teams. Yeah, Justin Herbert fits into that yeah. too. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Sharp just walked by. Uh, I just said, uh, tell her not to order the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of my favorite rants ever. <laughs> meatloaf. Figgy, do we have the meatloaf rant? Yeah, I got it. All right, let's hear this. Not known for meatloaf, but they had it on the menu. Oh, I, oh, I like meatloaf. I said, but this is not a place that's known for meatloaf. Okay. Why would you get it? She got it. Yeah, it. And guess what? It's terrible. It. I said, you, it serves you right. Well, and I shouldn't make you pay for it because I ask you not to get it for the simple fact this place isn't known for that. Get, if I go to a restaurant, Skip, I'm going to get what they're known for. I'm not going. I'm not going to expecting a, a a burger from from KFC or from Popeyes. That they're known for chicken. So why would you get something that's really off menu? Why would you do that? By the way, was that your first and last date with her? Yeah, you know, you know, Skip. Yeah. This was recent. No, no. Oh, oh, I thought you took her to Mastro's in no, Beverly Hills. No, 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 Mastro. You know, you know, Mastro's reserved for you know the high end clients. <laughs> I just love the way he got so mad, like so adamant. But that uh, is frustrating. Oh, when, yeah. No, I he's mean, the, he is absolutely right. I mean, you're going out there and you're getting meatloaf? Yeah. You're, order, you're ordering the meatloaf. Yeah. And, and you're, ruin, you're basically ruining the experience. Like, that we're like I'm, right sure, now. I, I'm sure Herbs and Rye makes one heck of a chicken. There was chicken on the menu. Yeah. Who's going to order chicken at a steakhouse? I don't know. Someone who yeah. doesn't eat red meat, maybe? Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, but that's not why you go. What about fish at a steakhouse? I could see you doing that. Well, some steakhouses oh, you do. you got the wild catch? Okay. Uh, what, what's the wild catch today? Yeah, no, but uh, what, what I'm saying is, like, some steakhouses, like, do the surf and turf really good. Like, lobster? Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, lobster's a throw-in. Yeah, yeah. A lobster with the steak? Heck, yeah. I don't know about fish, per but se. You're not going to go... I'm not going to go to a steakhouse and order fish. I could see you doing that. Why? Because uh, if it has, like, market price by it, I could see you yeah. gravitating towards there. What's yeah. the market price right now? Yeah. Where do they get that from, by the way? Where they that- From the from the uh, seller. Like, whatever they, you know, the, like, the more fish that a seller gets from the boats, the less the price. So if it's a bad day, bad week, and there's not as many fish coming in, the price is going to be higher. Um, but, of course, you think that. But, uh, it, it, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that at all. You wouldn't? No. Okay. No. I, 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 I don't know about that. Like, the market price thing, I'm just kind of like, eh. I just explained it to you. No, I know, but I just I, I just feel like they just kind of make it up sometimes, <laughs> if we're being honest. Well, like, they might. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about that. They might. Clint Stern and Ron Hughley going to follow us. Uh, not sure where they're at right now. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit more packed, a little bit more difficult to get in, but 
They should be good. I saw a show yesterday. They were out a little bit too last Apparently night. Apparently, Clint lost it again. Did he? Apparently. I wanted to ask him. Yeah. God, you got to see the worst. He feeling. lost the GERD day one. Well, that's why I only lost two thirty. I say only, but I lost two hundred thirty dollars yesterday uh, afternoon, and I almost bagged it for the night, thinking, "I'll oh, just come back tomorrow." But I'm glad I didn't. But yeah, he lost a gur. Oh, if he lost another gur, if he lost another thousand dollars, I mean, if I don't know, he did. Did you? Do you know he did? I don't know that he did, but it, it, would it shock you? No, it wouldn't shock me. I'm saying it's awful. Yeah. Oh. Well, well, he seems to be taking it well. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We we shall. Uh, See how that goes. Landry Locker, uh, John Lopez, Figgy Fig Live from Vegas, uh, presented by Yingling Flight. We're going around the NFL. I feel like the NFL is actually going around us. Yeah. You can already tell this is going to be one of the most star-studded, which we we talked about coming in. Yeah. Who's going to miss Las Vegas? Yeah. Because this feels like a Thursday crowd of celebrities and uh, or a Friday in some venues. This is a big-time Wednesday, man. This is a big-time wins. I can only imagine how much bigger and better, bigger stars you're going to get here. I think uh, we got Ricky Williams tomorrow with uh, Kyle Turley. Yeah. Talk to Ricky about, <clears throat> I guess Seth said he stopped smoking for a while. Is he still smoking yeah, or not? Yeah, but he's, didn't he in, endorsing something now? I thought it had to do with marijuana. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it took. <laughs> I don't. I, if he stopped, I don't think it took. <laughs> you, you think he just kind of caught right back onto it? Yeah. He's another guy that you got to just love because he he was unapologetic. He's always been himself. He's all he's unapologetic about who he is. He's always been just himself. Just love it. Yeah. Just absolutely love that. There you go. Be uh, yourself. Great Jim McMahon behind us right there. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Uh, with uh, yeah. Kyle Turley. Yeah. Man. I saw that earlier and it was not. Well, you got to be more descriptive. Uh, well, the people on the webcam could see it. Well, yeah. No, no. We can be descriptive. I mean, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair uh, looking a little ill. Uh and it's just kind of sad. This was more your time. Um, All right, I guess I can only guess what's coming. No, I think, <laughs> no, this like I think this was your time. I think this was your wheelhouse. Like, was was Jim McMahon like just the most anti BYU guy ever? Oh, for sure. Because I, I remember at his press conference, I thought this was legendary. I don't think he got the attention it deserved. The dude was double fisting keystones out of a limo. Yeah, no, from BYU. There are BYU stories about him. You know, like like he never abided. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's put it that way. So he didn't partake in soaking. He never abided. He he was at one of uh, Pastorini's golf uh, fundraising tournaments, and I chatted with him a little bit. He was better than he is now, uh, and somebody was actually asking him about that, and, and he was just about like, soaking. <laughs> no, about like oh. his his BYU career and abiding by some of the things that they did. Yeah, it was no, he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, legend, he didn't. Dude. He's yeah. a freaking legend. Uh, yeah. he's, he's in he's in tough shape right now. It looked like. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to speak for him. Yeah, he's, Kyle Turley's pushing him in the in yeah. the chair. Yeah. Supposedly the uh, the cannabis helps him. Oh, um, good. Feel a little bit better. So that's yeah. That's well, good for him. Pushing. I mean, it, um, I, obviously it's not what you want to see, but hopefully it, it works. We'll talk about it. The Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. Ron Rivera said no to it. Remember that. Yeah, he missed it. Didn't he go back to his hotel or something? Yeah, he said he didn't want to be in the song. Yeah. Pretty bad decision by him, I would say. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, it's a legendary jam. Coming up, the Internet goes nuts for a number of reasons, including perhaps the worst rant that you'll ever hear next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. I, 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 I got the internet going nuts. 
All right, internet going nuts here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. CJ Stroud, we got Ron Hughley with us uh, as well. He's going to follow us up at uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, internet going nuts, CJ Stroud. Tyler Milner got his wish. He's going to be in this NBA uh, basketball exhibition. Joe, I don't like this, man. I don't like you this. You don't? I just don't, yeah. want, I don't want Jelly Roll, like, rolling up on, rolling him. Up on him or something. I like kind of like it in this sense. We are in this world now that we've never been in where you've got an A-list guy that everybody wants a piece of. You you, you, you got to take the bitter with the better. Yeah, and, 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 and I think it's pretty cool. I'm not – yeah, I'm not – I'm not – I don't have an issue with it because, uh, I mean, he's – like, it's, especially from the injury factor, I don't have yeah. an issue with it. I mean, he's – He's going to be doing intense things. I bet he's. I bet he plays pickup games. Well, I watch oh, him yeah. play. Yeah, I watch you know. him play, and I, I gotta say, I, I, I don't know that CJ is going to the paint too much. Seems like there's a lot of shooting going he's on shooting. there. Yeah, yeah he I, don't, I don't know. He's, he's a black hole. Yeah, that's right. And that's all right. <laughs> yeah. I just like, and we're going to talk about it today, and I and I wonder, all right, because you, if people are prepared for this, because you know, coming forward, he is one of the talks of the of the NFL. Yeah. And it's the most popular sport. So it's not going to just be the celebrity game uh, for All-Star Weekend. It may be you may see him on Fallon. You may That's see what I'm him, saying. you know, doing more endorsements. You may see him doing things. And the first thing that some may say, some may say, if there is any step back at all is CJ's doing too much. CJ's again, doing too much, and I and, and to me, I think that's I think that's BS. I do too. Whatever, uh, but I trust that the kid will make. But seems Mayfield. to be a good decision. But here's, isn't it nice to have a guy that you can have those discussions about? Hook him. You yeah. know, is is he doing too much? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Hook him. What are you doing? Landry's just getting doing, a little He's too himself. Who is it? That's Bake Show. <laughs> God, Damn, man! It, hey, hey, that. <laughs> I think. I, honest to God, I think I have a look of pure, uh, pure arrogance sometimes on my face, just in my normal look and walk. Yeah, I felt that. I think there. Oh, are people, no question. I think there are people. A lot of our listeners that will attest that that I just. You just I've gotten that feedback before. You just, you just look. Yeah. You just look like you think you're. I've said it, I, but I, but I don't mean it in a mean way. I, I'm like yes. he just. Show, Ron just kind of has that. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw it. I saw it on Baker that, on Baker's face. Hey, I saw, hey, I saw, he earned I it though. It he had a good year this year. He, 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 he just walked in this thing, and I mean, it's like, hey, what up? Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. Y'all know I what am I do. Yeah, y'all y'all I am it. Yeah, y'all see me. Y'all see me. <laughs> That's how he got where he is, though. That's yeah. how he got where he is. Yeah, yeah. But hey, but but back to the CJ thing. You think you think he's got instructions? On uh on, on how to attack this game, hey man. See, let's uh, not get let's here. Let no no drives. He doesn't to the need lane. instructions. No drives <laughs> See, to the he, lane. once you pass him the ball, you don't get it here's, back. Here's the problem. Here's the problem <laughs> for him. Like, and, and I'm more. It's more so a concern. Like when when pickup basketball is going on, like we used to we used to play basketball with Tony Romo. Like Tony Romo, like he he would come and get into shape. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a secret, exclusive hoop club, and Tony would come hoop. And some of these jackasses, like in the hoop club, are like ding him up ninety feet, and like trying to prove themselves or something he was actually district player of the year over karam butler they were in the same they were in the same district so no he he can hoop but like my thing is i'm I'm staying i'm staying i'm not gonna be the guy you want to i'm not gonna drive on me go ahead sir how'd you hurt your acl i I like some lanky dude from (laughs) (laughs) hey eight minutes in this game little eight minute run little sweat you know Start the thing, no, nah, I'm because yeah, because no, because you're right, because because 
Because you got Micah Parsons out there, and, and he's yeah. oh, going, God. And it's like types like that going for blue. He yeah. is. Yeah. Mike, like Mike is going to go. He's overwhelming. He's, go 100%, 100%, yeah, he's sure. overwhelming. That you can't for deal sure. with that, man. Yeah. He's going to be outlandish uh, out there for sure. Internet going nuts here on In the Loop Sports Radio six ten. Listen to this rant. This was in New York, WFAN. Uh, this is Sal. Uh, Sal brings it. Sal, <laughs> Sal and Brandon. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's Sal a and BT contrived. are like Here, here was Sal's rant about uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift and Travis not being at the. Uh, oh, don't piss me off. Oh, at the it Grammys. Will. Oh, it's going it to. Will. That's why. That's why you're here. Yeah. Go. So why is it acceptable for him to not be there? Mm-hmm. But Taylor, like in any relationship, I don't care how famous you are, there's no way Taylor Swift should be tailing him around every city that he goes to to play in these games regular season postseason and he can't show up for the grammys well, he had to travel with the team for the super Bowl. dude dude come on did he no. have to yes i think it was probably mandatory the game's not, the game's not till sunday it's yeah, a week but away you know what they do they, they fly they out a couple hours because what do you mean i know they what they do you know it's some remote i i think it was a team oriented thing and i don't even think it was an option get there before get there have you make it an option how come she could go around the world to see him play football, but the Grammys, which is the Super Bowl for what she does, yeah, yeah. he can't go there to support her, even if it's for an hour. The Super Bowl is in Vegas. Yeah. You could try. It's not that far. It's inexcusable to me that Travis Kelsey did not show up for his girlfriend, who's shown up everywhere he's been playing one of these games. Okay, so if I can further unpack this, what yeah. you're really saying, that she's a better girlfriend than he is a boyfriend? Yeah. Is that what, that, she's coming in from Japan, I think, to go to the Super Bowl. If I'm her, I say, you know what? I'm sorry, yeah, Trav. Unless you really, I don't know, love him. <laughs> Does he love her? <laughs> yes! Get, get your ass to the Grammy! <laughs> saying Kelsey is not doing his part in the relationship. As the man in this spot, your girlfriend, who you love dearly, been traveling around to see you week in, week in. She went to Buffalo. Buffalo. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. She went to Buffalo (laughs) to watch him play a football game, and he can't go to the Grammys to support her? A lot of people are saying, wow, God, she's stealing the show, Mm -hmm. and she's, you know, she's complicating the, the Chiefs' pursuit of a championship. No, no, no. All she did was to go watch and cheer him. If he actually didn't travel to the Super Bowl with his team to go and support her at the Grammys, then actually he would be compromising the togetherness of the team. And that then it would actually apply. Make an effort, Maybe he did. And maybe he was rebuffed by by the organization. All right. There you go. Show? Listen, Sal is uh, is is acting like someone who has never uh, covered a football team, covered or, or knows a lot about sports. Yeah, he he's yeah. Sad. That's what that's, that's the deal is. That's the it's problem a, with me. Is the thing is, I, I no, I what he says from a logical standpoint makes sense. No, it's I not. Will, I will, I'll, I'll disagree with that. Go ahead. It was from Super a, Bowl from week. a logical. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. If, if you didn't know, if you didn't know sports, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, like I if you didn't yeah. know sports, it's just like, well, damn, you know, she's done this and yeah. he's done this on their job, like. One, he did fly to Argentina uh, during, during the bye, the bye week, week. Yeah. stayed there, and then came back. You know, so he's done some things. But like this is, she's accepting potentially accepting an award. Like he is, this is like this would be saying like, all right, you're deep down about to finish your yeah. your album. You're the, like the the hard parts of your album, and you got a deadline. Nope. Yeah. Gonna stop in the deadline to come, you know, to come just see you. Yeah, to see you practice. Well, basically, well, when he when he said, "You're telling me he can't go." No, he can't. 
Like, like that doesn't. No, like you, you answered that question yourself. You, no, he can't. This is the Super Bowl. The team does all these things. It's, it's not a rehearsal the day of a concert that you've already memorized. It's trying to play the best game if you this, can. If this was a, I, I'm telling you, if this was a regular season game, I think he would have gone. Probably, if it was a regular season, not the Super Bowl. But, but, but Sal knows that. Yeah. I think, and Sal is acting like. He's, he has never my like, covered sports. My wife is lucky if I go to 25% of her events <laughs> in Kingwood. I am not supporting that. What if, <laughs> like she, that. Hey, we got this big thing. Eh, I'll go to the next one. What if he? Uh, <laughs> what if Travis Kelsey, when she, she asked him to go to the Grammys, he just quoted Eminem? Think I give a damn about a Grammy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, no, I, I, I sure. As, I know he wanted to be there. I know he was ready. Well, I know sure. he had an outfit ready. I know he would have. Is he going to propose? Oh, that—that's our opening question to every. Okay, game we well, have. we'll let you. Is, have is it. he? Is he going to propose before the year is out? They got to get. No, to I know think e- if they win the Super Bowl, they got to the get field. to know each other, man. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, but they it's got, by the year. But don't it's they got to get to know each other? Yeah, it's not happening in the, after yeah, the game. I, Travis Kelsey hadn't dated Taylor Swift in a, in an off season. It's not. It's not. Yeah, easy. They, it, I, I, I think by the end of the year. I think by the end of the year we're, we're they're going to break up or they're going to he's she'll get a ring. We're one and one about, I, with our. Guests. I think it might be at. The I can't wait to see what Ed McCaffrey has to answer to that question. Yeah, we got Ed McCaffrey today. I lead oh, every yeah. single guest with that. <laughs> wait to see what Ed, hear what Ed McCaffrey has to say. Him and Carrot Top. Man, that dude, <laughs> Ed McCaffrey used to go across the middle, and that dude was wearing no pads. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna he let him. Like punter I'm gonna pads. let Ed know that I, as a 13 year old, sports hated the hell out of Ed. Oh, you should. Oh, I hated. You him. should. Oh, oh you I hated. Yeah, him. he would know. hit people with the blocks, but it was hard though. Yeah. Now yeah. I look, hit people with the blocks in the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was nasty, dude. No, nah, he'd love that. You, you have he to ask. Hit, him. I, yeah, yeah, I gotta let him know that. Yeah, nasty dude, man. Nasty dude. Good sperm too. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Pause. <laughs> Dang. No, nah, you don't need pause there. I mean, yeah, you do. No, nah, <laughs> yes. nah, he's got, he's got, he's got some, he's got some powerful, he's got some powerful swimmers. That Ed McCaffrey. You seem like you know, is. you know that for a fact. Oh, well, I mean, I, wa- I watch his son play every pause. every day. I saw his son in uh, at Rice. Uh, had another kid that played at, I think, Michigan or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's been doing his thing, man. Yeah. Good for him. You do you, man. Salute to you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not passing judgment over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, we're going to talk to uh, Chris Myers, uh, play-by-play guy. Uh, called a couple Texans games. He's going to be here on uh, behalf of uh, Low T Center. Uh, we'll talk to him before we talk to uh, Clint Stoner and Ron Hughley. I don't know. I don't know how Clint did last night. It's not. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, look to your right. Does that look like the guy who had some some Vegas success or not? That does not. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he doesn't. I don't know. How many but, fingers am I holding? Up? <laughs> that does not. Uh, in the least. Yeah, we'll uh, see. It'll we'll be ta- fun. All right. Uh, a guy who uh, knows the squad pretty well, uh, Chris Myers, joins us, and we pass it off to the guys from The Drive, live from Radio Row. Thank you, Figgy. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, we're going to talk to uh, Chris Myers in a sec, I think. Um <laughs> <laughs> This dude's in his 25th year with Fox. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, that, that's how long ago Up Close was, man. Lord. 
Is that you're going? He did. He did that a while too. Man. Yeah, up close was legit. Man. Yeah, that was back when those interviews. They used to get, used to get people to cry and stuff. Roy Firestone, Chris Myers, all yeah. those long form interviews and yeah, the thirty minutes. Yeah, and sit there and talk to him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, do you know? Like right off the top, hey, I got to cry here. Like <laughs> you're going into it, you're like, man, this is going to be deep. I got to be ready for this. Got to be ready to go. Like get yourself emotionally ready. Yeah. Yeah. Get sad. <laughs> it helps. It helps. Um, get in the moment. So are you really, you, this is not a bit, you're really going to go fishing in Las Vegas? When do, when do I lie to you? <laughs> no, seriously, name one lie. One lie? Yeah. Like recently? No, just like in general on the show. <laughs> you, you know, I don't lie about stuff. I'm honest on the air. So you're going I'm fishing. I'm honest off the air. You're going fishing. It's not a bit. Okay, uh, this it, is, it, it, you're it, really you're really in Las Vegas. You can go fishing. I've gone fishing all over. On but my what travel. makes fishing in Las Vegas appealing? Like for me, this is like going. This is like leaving Houston and saying, you know, I could really, I could really go for some Mexican food. No, because listen, the best thing about all, as much as I've traveled is exploring those places. If you go to Las Vegas, you absolutely positively should have, fish. Have to go to the the, the strip. Have to go to experience all the the cool places, the hotels, the 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 things that are unique to to Las Vegas nightlife and all that. But explore a little bit. Like a lot of people who've been to Las Vegas for any amount of time, understand how yeah. vast it is mm-hmm. and how rural it is. It's mm-hmm. like incredibly rural, and and how scenic. Like Lake Mead is an enormous. Well, it's lost some water, but it's an enormous lake that is crystal clear. That has striped bass fishing that is world class, has rainbow and, and uh, brown trout fishing that is world class. I'm gonna go explore that. I'm do a little hiking, walk around, cast along different shorelines. I mean, I'm not. My, my thing is like everywhere I've been. I went fishing in Japan when I was there. Yeah. I went fishing in Argentina when I was there. Yeah. I've been fishing all over this country whenever I've uh, traveled otherwise. But that's just my outlet to go explore a little bit. Okay. It's well, not a bit. I mean, how many fish do you think you're going to catch? I have no idea. That's part of the fun. I mean, but you got to catch at least one, right? I'm hoping to catch at least one. They call it fishing, not catching. You know how that old line goes. Yeah, but you have a podcast telling people how to catch fish. Yeah, and I've caught rainbow trout before. No, the odds are heavily in my favor. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think you need to catch at least five is what I would say. It's like like me playing crap, and this isn't self-serving. I'm just saying i got a lot of experience. Me playing craps versus you playing craps. You don't know what you're looking at. Yeah. But I, but I do know that you should That's, catch at least five fish. You could maybe make more money than me. I want a picture of each fish you catch, too. If I catch fish, I'll send you a picture. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, if? I don't know if I am. Man, the credibility of the Bite Me podcast is on the line No, here. the credibility of the Bite Me podcast is off the charts. No, but, it, but, but it, I mean, if you go fishing and you don't catch a fish, yeah, yeah that, that, that lowers it down a notch. No, it does not. It's, people who fish know the, how things are, especially when you're fishing a, a body of water that you've never fished before. Dude, it's before. been raining like crazy. This is the most fish-friendly atmosphere you have right now. But what I'm saying is I've never fished this body of water. I'm going to be using all my knowledge to try to translate it from bay fishing, first of all, saltwater fishing, to freshwater Who are you going fishing. with? Nobody. So you're just going to sit on the side? You're not- no, I'm going to hike and you know explore and fish a little bit and move on. Is this supposed to rain? No, no. Rain's past us, uh, so finally we'll be able to do that. You know, the, the funny thing is you don't see how that could be fun. And to me, no, I don't like fishing. I'm not patient enough. And to me, I couldn't, I couldn't be, I couldn't think of anything more fun 
like to spend the day. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm not really a big, big fish guy, man. I'm, I'm not yeah. patient enough. Yeah, uh, Chris it's not Myers. Even really about the patience. Chris Myers uh, joining fun. us now, uh, with the uh, Low T Center. The great Chris Myers, uh, legendary voice. We've heard him call a couple Texans games mm-hmm. uh, in recent history. Uh, he is. Uh, he's here on behalf uh, of Low T. Uh, right here, he's getting the uh, the, get the rundown, set. man. Get the rundown, he's yeah. got it. He's used to that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Chris? Good. Sorry, was I? Were we on? Or? We are yeah, on. Yeah, we're on. Let me just slide in here. But yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's good to see you guys. It's very good. And so, you. so how much? Uh, how much testosterone did you used to need? When you'd call a Texans game as opposed to <laughs> calling, calling one starting this year. Well, I got to be honest with you. I started out, you know, we get the schedule of games, and I'm like, ah, you know, it's funny because we had we had Bryce Young week one. Yeah. And then we had the game week two with Richardson, right, and, 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 CJ, and Stroud. Yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah, you know, because Fox with this new – arrangement in the contract it's not all nfc yeah. afc yeah. things are blended and so obviously you know it's it's great going to come to houston my, my sister lives in in the trumbull area of, okay. of houston uh so but i was like ah what kind of a you know what are these guys and then you sit and talk and then the second half of that game richardson got hurt of course yeah. looked great early and then stroud the second half came and then we did their jacksonville game well the road what are you like well I'm yeah this guy he's yeah. he's he's a stunt i yeah. mean i saw him in college liked him wasn't sure about the number one overall who should be the quarterback? So as it went along, we I got to say it. And D'Amico Ryan's I knew him quite a bit from the 49ers, having spent time with him in production meetings as the defensive coordinator, uh, and and so had confidence in him. But boy, that was a, a rapid rise. So yeah, I might I'll just say my yeah. my testosterone picked up every time. <laughs> I, I did a game with the Texans and Stroud, and I you know you know supposed to be impartial, but even when I'm not calling again, I'm kind of rooting for guys who right. were thought of so lowly and arrived at a hurry. You know, you know one of the things that we talk about is we're used to. <laughs> This is, this is so bad, but uh, we, we, this is something we talk about. Like, the Texans have never been, like, the team that uh, you want to watch on TV. We're a Saturday squad. Yeah. And networks adjust accordingly. Right. You know, they don't send And you still got the Saturday playoff. Yeah, we, yeah, we still yeah. got the tradition like no other. Right. But, like, <laughs> we're, not, we're not used to the Texans being, like, the A-team is calling this game. And they're the mm-hmm. national brand. And it's almost like you have to get used to a different world with this squad. But that's the level they're reaching, right? Yes. And Troy Aikman, you could tell the enjoyment yes. in his voice yeah. yes. calling a Stroud game. And I think hopefully they've earned the right to be in prime time yeah. on, on some games and from, from that standpoint. But, yeah, I mean, even when the Texans, and I go back to having called some games with, you know, Matt Schaub and when they were mm-hmm. still in, and even Deshaun Watt when they were a, a playoff team. Yeah. And Watson was kind of a draw, but still not not yeah. what I think we, we have in Stroud, his personal story. And you sit and talk to him. He's a very humble uh, but 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 confident yeah. uh, kind kind of person and some of the other players that with Will Anderson Jr. was drafted so yeah I, I hope they they deserve they earned it and they, mm-hmm. I mean and it was one of the great turnarounds uh, I, I think in NFL history we talk about not just getting to the playoffs but then winning a playoff game. yeah what's it like watching a game as a play by play guy I know I'm not going to have you like throw any of your colleagues under the bus or anything but there's there's hot takes every time whether it's Al Michaels, whether it's Romo, all that, and we have them. Do you, as a play-by-play guy, do you find yourself like critiquing 
when you yeah, watch yeah, it? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I. I mean, I'll, I'll just, in a general sense, and even my family, when I'm sitting at home watching, <laughs> they're like, "Please, could you stop critiquing? Enjoy the, enjoy the game." But I'm like, "Hey, you know, the play-by-play guy should have said, you know, he missed this here, or the analyst. Why didn't the analyst tell me more? Or sometimes, not that I'm a producer, but I'm around them and I respect what they do. So they're like, "Well, you got to have a replay. How come yeah. they're not on that? They, for example, the, the I'm not picking on any network, but the end of that that Lions Buccaneers playoff yeah. game. I mean, the attention should have be, been yes. brought not only to the Bucks and the timeout at the time, but the Lions yeah. snapping the ball early. I mean, yeah. this is a team, that a franchise that can't afford any missteps. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. th- those are, and look, I've been there where I've missed things too, and that's why you, you kind of stay off Twitter X after you do a game because even, yeah. even if you felt good about it. Oh, you hate everybody's team. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's always people, plus they're taking shots. Now, sometimes I'll re- I, I like constructive criticism. People say, hey, I would have liked a little more of this, or I like when you guys show a little personality, that type of thing, but you, there's, a, there's a fine line to that. But yeah, it's kind of the kind of the. I mean, I did it. You know, I started a radio. I was the same way in radio, and I'd listen and yeah. travel on the road. And then when, and when I was in local sports, when I travel, I'd watch in, in different markets. Mm-hmm. You know, news and sports. So I, I like what they're doing. And, and you do the same thing when you reach a you know the network level. You can't help it. Uh, but but you're not. You know, you just you don't want to be rude or, or personal about it. That's you all. know, the interesting thing is. Uh, I, we, we grew up in, I grew up in an era when you weren't even supposed to be part of the story. Right. Whether you're a That's broadcaster, right. yep. a writer, or you're just supposed to be the conduit, you know. Those days are over. And, yes. and, and you say you don't get on, on X or, or Twitter or whatever, but it all comes you to you. You can't help it. Yeah, right. it, it yes. all comes yes. to you. Yes. Like, that, that, it's a different world for anybody in this industry now. Well, and I, I, look, social media, it's terrific because what radio, was Radio Row is now social media row as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Streaming and podcast. But what I, what I don't think is people have to comment on everything. Yes, yeah. they do. And, Unfortunately, and, and, they yes, do. And, and, but I, and that's okay <laughs> if, you, if you did your homework and you know the facts and the details, but people are so quick to criticize or follow someone else's comment that's not factual, that's yeah. inaccurate, yeah. and it piles on. So I'm not here to rip anti-social media. I'm just saying. It's yeah. just the world now. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you have to be aware of the source and, yeah. where, and where they're coming from. And like, like I said, it can be a very useful tool, and I love you know communicating or following certain writers, players, people in the league on it and see some personality. And I do like, you know, when viewers, I mean, when they reach out and say something constructive, even if it was my mistake or I missed something, it can be very beneficial. It's a, it's a nice conduit. Like in radio, we used to take the phone calls. Yeah. You, 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 no. whether, you, know, you know what people are thinking, uh, no if, doubt. if they're at least honest about it. We'll get to uh, Synergenics and uh, what you got going on with them. But I, I, we, we were talking about this also with, like, social media. Yeah. Like, a lot of times radio hosts will have, like, straw man arguments, and it'll be like, people say this, this. But now it's almost like one person says something, and then it's like they, they, they've turned it into, like, the general consensus. Like, the Brock Purdy thing, Cam Newton said it. And now all of a sudden you would think it's, like, the majority opinion. I'm like, I can't find anyone else who thinks he sucks besides Cam. <laughs> yes. And maybe the uh, Ryan Clark at ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. maybe that's changed a little after yeah. what – what happened in the, in the mm-hmm. second half of the Lions and even in, in that Packer game. But, yeah, your point is somebody could say, hey, uh, a Super Bowl, Andy Reid may, may hang it up after this. And yeah. then everybody. Whoa. Yeah, the guy's 65. If you sit and talk to him, he loves football. It's his life. He's not going to give it, especially when you have Mahomes as your quarterback. Yeah. I mean, ride that into the sunset. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, and Bel- Bill Belichick still wants to coach, even yeah. though he yeah. got out of his situation in New England and thought he probably thought he had a job. I did his last game. You know, I called that, Look at that. game, which is another part of the weird cross schedule with the Jets and Patriots yeah. in the snow. Yeah, 
that. At the time, his last game as a Patriot coach. So I have to yeah, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> uh, which I still believe is just my opinion. Yeah. So don't, it's not going to be his last game. Right. Somebody won't run with yeah. us on Twitter. Yeah. I, but, but I, Breaking news I, from Chris Myers. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me some team that's expected to win, they don't next year, and they fire their coach and bring in Bill. Yeah. You know, and say, hey, you know, in two years, Bill, whatever, work. We, I'm desperate. I'll sell my soul with you to, yeah. to, to go get us to the, uh, to, the, to the Super Bowl. I would definitely do that. Tell, tell the people uh, <laughs> – <laughs> I, I would I would latch on. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like it's Dallas a, or something like that. That's how like, Jerry I'm, Jones. I mean, if, yeah. if it, he's been remember he brought in Bill Parcells. Oh, and, yeah. and yeah. so he he'll do. The time's running out. I mean, some yeah. of the older owners realize if I if I want to see that prize again, that uh, you know the Super must Bowl. see TV too. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. doubt. Uh, so Synergenics, tell us uh, tell the people how they can. Uh, how they can improve that testosterone. Yeah, well, and it's more, I, I look at it as more about energy, you know, traveling on the road, and I do NASCAR, and I travel for, for the NFL and do some some baseball, and, and Synergenics is basically, it's it's medically monitored. Uh, most health insurance companies will, will cover the treatment. It's basically, once you get into your 30s, uh, the lack, you know, your testosterone goes down, even if you eat right and exercise. So if you're feeling a lack of energy, battling a little uh, depression, and even if not, if you're just not on top of your game, it's a little preventive measure, uh, go to and there's a couple of different websites, but go to fixmylowt.com. It's fixmylowt.com. And set up a a chance to go in. They'll test you within 20 minutes or so. They'll tell you how low your levels are. Or if they're not, you're fine, then then great. you got some other ways that you can bring back your energy. But it's more of a healthy, medically cleared kind of pick-me-up to maximize your health, your muscle mass, as you get a little older. Awesome, Chris. We appreciate you uh, for coming through. Enjoy hearing you... uh Call games. Hopefully, you get to call some more. Hopefully, they give you some more. Uh, some more. <laughs> well, stuff if they to go into about. prime time, I won't. I, I'll, I won't be around. I'll be in Houston. You know, watching them on TV with you. Guys. <laughs> well, either way, we, we appreciate. Well, they're you a great team to me. cover. They were a blast. All right, thanks go. for having me. Thank on. you. That's the great Chris Myers uh, here on In the Loop on Sports Radio six ten. Landry Locker, uh, John Lopez. We're about to uh, cross talk with uh, Clint Sterner and uh, Ron Hughley uh, here. Uh, Clint's got him some chicken wings there. Um, he looks like he's got he's got the ranch, couple ranches as well. Uh, Clint, how you doing, man? I'm worried about hey. you. You look you look like you look like you you had a rough day at the casino yesterday. No, it was actually pretty light. I mean, I I, I dug a little bit of a hole, a little bit more of a hole than I dug my back my way back to to uh, even on what was that? Two, that'd be Tuesday. Yes, sir. Tuesday. Yeah. So I'm, yes, sir. I'm still in. I'm still ten. I'm actually ten forty down, not ten sixty now. So I, I, I guess I won All twenty right. bucks oh, last there you night. Go. That's less than one bet, boys. Baby so steps. There for you those go. that are out there counting, baby steps. Uh, but I got up this morning, boys, and I treated myself. You what did, did you treat yeah. yourself I treated to myself to a little spa. All right. Oh hey, yeah, to a little spa. Did you get a massage? I did. Did I you did. get uh, just the massage? No, I had a little. I had a little uh, Oh yes, 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 yes. No, there, there, there was, there was nothing more than. A, well, I mean, a, when you say rub. in Vegas, I treated myself. You know, yeah, there's no, a no, lot no. of. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, I highly, I highly what? recommend. You just stop being so damn nasty. <laughs> I, I highly recommend. <laughs> we've, I'm not gonna let we've, you take we've been joy. through a lot here with that, with that. I, what you're talking about, which now. is why I have to clarify. <laughs> hey, if that had never happened, I would not ask for clarity. I would just assume he went and got him a nice little rub. Nah, man, I just, I just, I said, you know what? The first three days in Vegas, man, they were. Woo. That's a good call, man. They were a little tough, so That's I uh, bad, I thought, what the hell, man? Let me uh, let me treat myself a bit. I, I suggest you guys do it in uh, in Dirty's Daily. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm, I'm gonna talk. You did about it at it. the link. I did it at the link. Yes, I did. I should have gone. Yes, I you know, and you got to look. Two hundred. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna give you the lowdown in in uh, Dirty's Daily. Okay. Right, but no, I didn't go hit you for two hundred. 
150? Um, now, I'll tell you what. Nope, nope, not even 150. But what? I'll tell you what they An are. Hour? I got you, Chief. I got you. <laughs> you got to take advantage of, of, the, of the – I work the system a bit. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you – I'll tell you this. If I get one more mother fee for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all get the check-in fee? Yeah, but it the, goes away. That ain't the way I – my girl behind the mask – that didn't way she under, she uh, she told it to me and Ron. It was a fifty one dollar a day fee that uh, that we're gonna get hit with a facility fee or something. Resort, and then, resort fee and resort fee. There you go. And I'll be damned if I don't go down to the spa today. And I, I agree on the price. And she says, "Well, there's a twenty percent fee." Huh. I said, "Well, gosh, dang! Yeah, that's not that. I mean, you're already you're already Vegas prices. Can y'all quit feeing me to death, man?" So I'm happens. a little. But you know what? But then after, you were relaxed. J-Lo, I don't mind paying premium money for something that is phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Oh, so good. I walked away okay with my experience and, my, and the check I wrote. Good. Right. You wrote a check? No. It say. just, I mean, you know. Damn, what are you, the old lady you know at the grocery store? I do, I, do, I, do, I, do, I do still write checks, though, boys. No, you don't. I can't Absolutely. No. Oh, no. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I got, I got four checkbooks at times. Four checkbooks. Oh, my Tyler's what? not serious. I, mean, I pay You're bills lying. with it. It's got to be bills. a joke. You can do that online. Sure you can. <laughs> this dude writes checks. You're, oh listening, to, you're, you're listening to K-I-L-T-A-M-K-L-T-H-E-T. I want to see an update. The drive is live. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 